Why are we here? Because we were talking well, about you privacy. Invited, so you gonna do it again? Coming to you from deep inside our lofty, heavily fortified bunker, located somewhere in the heart of Middle Earth. The show that doesn't shy away from tough questions or tough answers. Sit back, turn on your brain, and get ready for truth. It's a dirty job, but hey, somebody has to do it. Holy cow, that's hot! Hey, this is the David Allen Show, finally once again live in studio with with the... um. The ever elusive David is here with us. Hi, Woo! boys. How are you? Hi. How's it going? <laughs> Good. It's been forever. <laughs> it has been like like weeks, uh, yeah. or, or maybe longer. Did, did, we did we did the looking up. October six, I think, was the last <laughs> yeah. episode you were here. Well, that, uh, October six. Wow. It's outrageous. Yeah, it is outrageous. But it's going to be more soon now. Ah, right. Perfect. More soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I've heard that before. <laughs> No, this time I, I mean it. Uh, once again, the peanut gallery is with us. Hi! And uh, and Jay's back. We're not sure why, Hi. but he's back. <laughs> and I'm Alan. How are you? Let's do it. Okay. The ma- a, a mayor. Sorry, I just jump right off the bat here. You just uh, jump. Darnell Bird McPherson is her name. What? The, uh, <laughs> her? Yeah. Okay. The, the volunteer mayor of Lamar, South Carolina. Said, oh, um, volunteer. <laughs> yeah. Said she was a hate crime victim after finding a, quote, yellow sticky substance that seemed to have been sprayed on her car early last month. So why would she immediately go to hate crime? Well, she's a black lady. And something got sprayed on her car. McPherson had returned to her home February 7 and told the magazine that her husband, quote, went out to the car to get some things out of the garage. He says, somebody's painted your car. It was a grainy substance, like industrial spray foam used to patch concrete. So then let's get this straight. It's not paint. And, quote, looked like little... he's lying right off the bat. (laughs) Looked like little pebbles. The stuff was on her husband's car as well. McPherson Uh told Newsweek that, quote, she likened it as a hate crime because, number one, there's a history of racism in our town of Lamar. In In a statewide... No, a statement uh, to WPDE-TV, the mayor said, During the 70s, crosses were burned in the yard of our home when my mother was involved with the civil rights movement. And this very same corner is in this very same front yard. But Newsweek said police have a simpler explanation. (laughs) Pollen. (laughs) (laughs) So nature (laughs) hates black people. (laughs) Clearly hates their cars. An incident report... uh, an incident report the magazine obtained said McPherson and her husband streaked fingers over their car's surfaces and realized it was not paint and that the substance could be removed with a finger similar to pollen. Her statement to WPDE noted, The incident happened last night. Even though I drove my car today, I thought it was pollen. My husband and our neighbor both noticed the cars looked like someone had spray-painted on both our vehicles, which were parked in our front yard. It ignited some fear in my spirit. My God, who would do that? It was something. It was just unnerving to me. Oh, those trees. <laughs> you know, the trees were probably planted by racists, and uh, they were probably given racist water, and <laughs> um, and they breathed, uh, you know, or they took in carbon dioxide from racists. So. Yeah. Wow. 
So one then, thing then, leads that, to another. Then I thought I was would have been reading that from I don't know the Babylon Bee or the Onion. But uh-huh. That was that's real. <laughs> I'm still stuck on a volunteer uh, <laughs> mayor. Mayor. <laughs> so, that means they don't get paid. Lamar, South Carolina. Is that what Carolina. that means? You have to vote them in, but they don't get paid. So well, the town, the town is like a thousand people or less. Well, but if it's a volunteer, you can't get voted in for a volunteer position, can you? Why? You can have an elected position if you well, know every... it's not a paid position. Sure okay. You could. Okay. So no, don't call it volunteer. Yeah, are there involuntary? Like, do mayors? the volunteer fire department? Do they get elected? Yeah, the involuntary fire department. <laughs> you have to drag them out of their houses. <laughs> Dress them and push them into the fire before they'll put it out. What? That didn't make any sense. If it's if there are voluntary firefighters, right? Volunteer. Yeah, but but <laughs> they voluntarily go and do it. Are there firefighters that do it involuntarily? <clears throat> I'm I'm missing your point. Well, if she, she says she's a volunteer mayor, that's probably because there's no salary that goes with it. Okay. It's not worth going further deep okay. down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Um, <laughs> What's the... Are is this scandalous? Guys, is is tomorrow, it scandalous that there isn't no, pay for her I, job? I just thought no, it was it, funny. No, it's funny that that it was referenced specifically. Oh, yeah. Like it was in... It was there. Yeah. Um, are, are you guys up on the latest um, vaccination information that's out? Like, am proving, I vaccinated? No, proving or, that vaccines 100% do not cause any... Oh, is this the NBC thing? Like, this was like some study that NBC released on TV or something? I, I heard, think so. I heard something about this. I'm not up on it, but I heard about it. Well, the thing that jumped out to me, and this was 10 days ago on today.com, the headline... Is teen who defied anti-vaxxer mom testifies before Senate. So apparently, an Ohio teen named Ethan Lindenberger testified on Capitol Hill about why he defied his mom to get vaccinated. Oh yes, he blamed social media for her views on vaccination. This isn't about vaccination. This is about a rebellious kid. Well, okay. So if you go to the Wikipedia and look him up, or a horrible mother, Ethan Lindenberger is an American teenager known for his opposition to anti-vaccine disinformation campaigns. He received vaccinations against his parents' wishes on reaching the age of majority when he turned 18. Hello? That's the whole point, isn't it? Allow people to make their own decisions as adults? Yeah. So why is this a story that this kid, when he became an adult, decided to do something else? Now, are you sure that he was 18? It says that okay. once he reached the age of majority well, at I, 18. We talked about this last podcast. Be, uh, not this specific guy. Well, not this specific guy, but some states the age of medical majority is much younger than 18. Yeah. In Oregon, you can in Oregon at 14 years old, you can cut your parents out of your medical records and and they can leave the medical office. You can ask them out, and you become responsible for your medical health. So I just went to the the NPR, the National Public Radio, to look at a story they wrote on the 6th. 18-year-old defies or testifies about getting vaccinated despite his mother's anti-vaccine beliefs. Um, forget him. He, he appeared before the Senate committee 
on health, education, labor, and pensions. Does that seem like a pretty broad brush that they have? What are they under again? Their purview. Can you? Can you? Health, education, labor, and pensions. Holy cow! That's wow. a, a lot. Yeah. Isn't that called the U.S. government? <laughs> yeah. Almost. Man. Yeah, I I missed the part that he was 18. I just thought that he was old enough to deal with his own medical. I didn't realize he was 18. That's that's even lesser of a story than I realized it was. Uh, Lindenberger grew up without common vaccinations, such as those for measles and chickenpox, before finally getting immunizations starting in December. So, like, three three months ago, four months ago. Gee, many Christmas. He described being pulled out of class each year and told he needed to get his shots, only to be opted out each time by his mother. Most states allow parents to claim a religious exemption to vaccination I think what the real story is is that school. he didn't get vaccinated, but he was still alive at 18 to make his yeah, own decisions. to make his... Exactly. You mean he so, didn't get vaccinated and, and he, he still die? lived? And he didn't cause death of everyone around him? <laughs> most... Let, let's see. Uh, most states allow that. Um, 17 states currently allow parents to opt out of vaccinations for personal or philosophical reasons. <laughs> Next paragraph. But leaving children unvaccinated runs the risk of them contracting and spreading diseases such as measles, which can lead to death in extreme cases. Well, walking across the road can lead to death in extreme cases as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. You should but get vaccinated no against that. <laughs> <laughs> there is. It's called lead shoes. Look, if if people want... To get vaccinated, let them get vaccinated. If people don't want to get vaccinated, Absolutely. they don't want to. Totally. Fine. I mean, I don't know. I, I guess what, what I don't. Yeah, what I don't get about the whole vaccination thing is, if you've been vaccinated and vaccinations work, then who cares if the people around you are sick? But it's not about them. It's about the people that are too ill to actually get the vaccine. Okay. Hello. There, you're putting them at risk. So, is what that, about is my that baby that's too young? Oh yeah. My okay. baby that's too young to get any vaccinations is at risk because of your stupid choices. Mm. Okay. And your freedoms wow. infringe on my freedoms. He's very violent about that. Uh, Lindenberg's mother, this is still farther down the NPR article, most or got most of her misinformation about vaccines on Facebook, he told the committee. Oh, Meanwhile, he, this... In, Brilliant hero, genius hero child. He's so brave and courageous. He got information about vaccines from the CDC, the World Health Organization, and scientific journals. This kid is a patsy. Would that be the right term? He carrying water I mean, for someone? Well, maybe not. I mean, because uh, how many kids grow up in uh, households, you know, that are just crazy? Ad- no, adhere to certain religions, oh. like Jehovah Witness. And then when they get old enough, they walk away and they become atheists or whatever, and they they talk out about it. Yeah. I mean, it ha- that sort of thing happens all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. Yeah. That that was exactly where my brain went. Yeah. I'm like, why is this a big deal? He's 18. He made his own decision. Yeah, I good, know. Good for him. Exactly. Yeah. If you know, and and it could be anything. It, if his dad was uh, military, you know, retired military, and he comes out and he's a pacifist, or if his dad's a farmer and he comes out, he's a vegetarian. You don't put every single one of them up on on a pedestal, but they're doing it because they have an agenda. Mm-hmm. But also, you, you know that there's a ton of bitterness in this kid for willing to go. I mean, basically, he's 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 telling the world my my mother's an idiot. My mother doesn't love me. My mother listened to fools rather than doing what's best. 
which means there's a ton of hate in his heart yeah, against very, his mother. Yeah, I, I hear the same thing. He, he's disrespecting his mom. So totally. So okay, there's something do, else. Do you there. think this concept? Because he's he's getting some fame now. He he got in front of the Senate. For he's like that one that one uh, uh, dingbat um, from Florida where the, oh, the shooter, yeah, Parkland kid. Yeah, the the one who uh, the the cocky one who would go yeah. everywhere. And yeah, sp- yeah. Mm-hmm. S- similar but, kind of thing. Was that the one whose dad was an FBI? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But how in the world is this any different than the kid who shoots up a school for notoriety? Um, he didn't shoot. Well, him. he well, didn't uh, shoot anybody. That, but, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, if, if we're gonna if we're gonna ascribe motive to the shooter, that oh, he just wanted fame. He wanted infamy. Oh yeah, well, yeah, yeah. So can we ascribe motive to these kids? Oh, what in the I'm, world is an eighteen-year-old yeah. going up there? Yeah. I defied my mother when I was an adult. Yep, you probably smoked a cigarette too because she told you not to. Yeah. But let, is so, that defiance to your mom? So yeah. maybe, a, maybe a bigger here is how parenting, uh, how how difficult it is to parent today with a specific set of values that goes against what society is now teaching our kids. If if this parent these parents for whatever reason, whether we agree or disagree, decided that they did not agree with vaccinations across the board for their kids, they made a parenting choice. But the school system, the public school system, went against that parenting choice as much as they could to teach the children <coughs> that well your parents are wrong. We're going to make you feel uncomfortable for that. So this kid felt out of place this whole time while their parents were just trying to do what was right. How I, I see a lot of that now in school where you've got a certain set of values that's against homosexuality or against abortion or transgenderism, but schools are teaching you to be tolerant and it's acceptable and it's normal, and if you act out against it, you're in the wrong. So you have, you have this conflicting parenting where morals are being taught in a school system and how how much of this stuff is just a, a rebellion against parents? You know, because, you know, like when it comes to the homosexuality, transgender, all that sort of thing, how much of that, how, where, how much of it is uh, children not actually uh, um, really identifying, but trying to find a... Uh, a group that they feel like they can belong to and oh, sure. also sticking it to the man. Yeah, did you hear, I think it was University, I think it was Ohio. There was a study that got released. It was it was dumped out on the internet uh, and then retracted, um, but enough people grabbed it that basically they, they, um, they found that the vast majority of under eight or minor children that identified as not straight. Oh, they grew out of it, right? Uh, no, it wasn't that they grew out of it. It was that they were heavily influenced by social media. Mm. So yeah, yeah, that that got toward taken down quick. Yeah, you know the story mm-hmm. I'm talking about. Yeah. So it was basically it was people that were minors that claimed to be something that was not straight. They were interviewed. And they found that the vast majority, it was like 87%, um, when their social media patterns were um, questioned, they would watch a video or two about somebody that was transgender or gay or something alternative 
and then that would become their mainstream advertisement on their social media so they would keep watching more and more and more and it influenced them to start making decisions about what their sexuality was so it was kind of peer pressure yeah from a social media standpoint mm-hmm. so is it rebellion yeah there's some rebellion to it but it's probably <clears throat> similar to the rebellion of the 50s where kids went behind the bleachers and smoke but it's one thing to go behind the bleachers and smoke it's another thing to go up at a lyceum and walk across the stage while you're smoking do you know what i mean agreed yeah <laughs> and so yeah, yeah th- this is that yeah. yeah yeah so he told the committee that this kid must be an absolute br- genius wizard that as he uh, he quote approached high school and began to critically think for himself I saw that the information in defense of vaccines outweighed the concerns heavily. Tell me what 14, 15 year old thinks that. Well, the 14 well, or 15. The fi- pros are much. The 14 or 15 year old that's, that's only given studies and research and told that if you want to properly research, research with the CDC and the World Health because those are your resources. But if he wanted to really critically think, he would have looked at. Alternative medicine, he would have looked well, at. But my there point, would have been my a point lot is, he's, he's claiming. He my point is, he's claiming that. Oh, as he went into high school, he then began to think for himself because he's much smarter than all the adults in the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, Facebook has come under scrutiny by health advocates and lawmakers over anti-vaccination groups and ads on its network. <laughs> Representative Adam Schiff is he the, uh, uh, the yes the neck pencil, pencil neck, neck yeah. Yeah. yeah pencil neck Adam Schiff wrote to Mark Zuckerberg last month because thanks Adam. Uh, out of concern that Facebook and Instagram are, quote, surfacing and recommending messages that discourage children's vaccination. The company told the Washington Post that it has taken steps to reduce the distribution of health-related misinformation on Facebook, but we know we have more to do. So we go to the WAPO and read this. This was February 15. As public pressure intensifies over how Facebook promotes misinformation about vaccines, Facebook is in the business of making money. Why wouldn't they make money by promoting anything people want to promote outside of hate? But they're, they're now classifying this. It, it's on par with terrorism. So can somebody, can, can somebody that makes a diet pill um, advertise on Craigslist or on Facebook? Why not? Why couldn't you? Well, but wouldn't that be misinformation? Well, it depends on who you talk to, but yes. Right. I mean, According to or, them, it should. Or Weight Watchers or Jenny Craig or any diet. <clears throat> Here we go. <clears throat> Facebook has become something of a haven for a small but vocal community of parents who reject facts about immunizations, often citing junk science or conspiracy theories. So, uh, now, now the thing is, they find a platform where they can actually talk. Who's they? Yeah, the uh, yes, anti, yeah they do. The anti-vaxxers. Right. Yeah. So... Just because they find a platform where they can communicate and mm-hmm. people can talk and, and whatnot, that is unacceptable. They Basically, they're talking about complete and total censorship of any other view other than... The, the one they want. Yeah. Exactly. So that's what this whole yep. thing is about, is that's censorship. It, that's exactly what it is. It's, it's, it's policing their thing. And now, then we get into this whole concept of uh, whether they are a platform or whether they're a publisher. Yeah. If they're a publisher and they're actually editing content that's allowed to go out on their product, then they are no longer exempt from liability. But if they're a publisher, 
Because if they're a platform, anything their pe- people say on their platform, they can't be held liable for. Mm-hmm. As soon as they start censoring it and editing it down, then now they control the message and now they need to be held liable. And there's a move in, in the government now to, to get them to define themselves. You are this or this. You better make a decision. And if they're just a platform, they have to way pull back their hands on control of what goes out there. Mm-hmm. How does that work? Um, what would the equivalent be in the like TV world or radio world that sells commercials? Like if I well, but but a TV station, just like a newspaper or radio, is regulated by the government. What they're allowed to put out, and 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 they have special protections differently. Um, okay, so more specifically, if I am Fox News, um, and <clears throat> excuse me. It's not much excuse for you, but okay. Thank you. <laughs> if I am, I'll just I'll say Fox. If I'm Fox, um, can I decline an ad that a Democrat wants to run, or if they're willing to pay, do I have to allow it to run? Mm, I don't know. Now Fox is probably unique, just as CNN and MSNBC would, because they're cable. They are not controlled by the same FCC rules that over-the-air television and radio is. Okay. So, I mean, th- there are no... Yeah, prohib- of course. But there's no prohibition on, on swearing on cable. So, like like the cable news, you can swear and they don't get fined. Yeah, but... But, but over-the-air network, they do. Like, um... And the idea is the pay barrier. There's a barrier for entry to get in to see uh, a cable channel. Yeah. Well, I mean, I... His point is, uh, can they refuse adver- You know, somebody who wants to advertise, and I think I would think they can. Ha- I think so, because I, I, they would have to be able to. Yeah, they? yeah. Well, and, and so would any uh-huh. of them, I assume. But would they then? I mean, you can't take. You can't a, discriminate if you're a bakery, but. Well, you can now. <clears throat> to Colorado, they dropped the case against them after the Supreme Court. Yeah. Sided with them. I'm just. It was kind of. I was more being cynical, no. but it was. I'm just curious. The please lighten up. I you know, but I'm but, thinking platform. When it comes to internet content, there's kind of some different idiosyncrasies to well, no, what no, advertisers. I, I I think if the if the cable, let's say Fox, if they um censor what goes out message wise on their TV in ads or on just content of their shows. That would be the same as Facebook being classified as a news outlet or a a, a a publishing house, essentially. They're controlling the message going out. I think if Facebook wants to say, no, we're not, or Twitter wants to say, no, we're not, we just allow users to use our highway system to put their message out, but we don't control it, that's a different story. I think they're different then. And then they... I don't know how that works with taking money for ads. But what? But, I don't know. but what's the difference between, um, like, the news hour and a talk show, an editorial kind of talk show, where people come up and you can say what you want, and you basically say, "This is my opinion." Nothing is this nothing. Well, but I think that maybe the difference is a talk show, the host network, whoever that is controls the content and assumes the liability for the content. What kind of liability? Uh, so let's say, um, I can't think of a talk show, but because I mean, 
let's say the a, a talk show comes out and one of the talk show guests says something that's inflammatory, whatever it is. They make some anti-homosexual joke or they make a racist comment. Well, that's clearly hate, and we can't have that. Well, but yeah, but they're not censored by uh, by the government. They're censored by that organization who says we won't allow that and get rid of them or whatever. Uh, let me make it more. Uh, let's say, let's put it this way. Uh, so, talk shows out. We're on a talk show, and I make a comment that is slanderous to somebody else. But mm-hmm. Whatever. The liability of that is going to come against whoever's hosting my talk show because I'm on the talk show, right? So if NBC, or I shouldn't say NBC, if Fox has me on a talk show and I say something that is racist against AOC or inflammatory or... That's not slanderous. 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 Excuse me. If it's slanderous, you're saying yes. something that is obviously not true. Okay. And if they I will say be... something slanderous... But I can't imagine that. But that becomes a legal issue differently, though. Yeah. Well, here's where I'm going with that. Here's you call where I'm somebody going. a criminal. You call someone a crook. You better have evidence. Right. But where I'm going is the the network that's allowing me on, to be on the talk show takes the liability on. Okay. If Facebook says we're a platform, mm-hmm. they're not liable for what anybody Correct. says on Correct. their page. Correct. But if they are a publisher. Then they are. Then they liable. become yep. liable Absolutely. for what you say. Oh yes. Yep. Yeah. That's where I was going yeah. with yes. this. And, and, and I, I just that, went way that the is long the distinction. way around. Yeah. And yeah. they want to claim we're a platform, but they're still running censorship. They want the freedom of a platform, Correct. but they with, want with the, the control, control of the censorship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I don't in, think you can have it both ways. And yeah. that's what they're finding out. And you're. This is coming. But they're a monster, though. This is circling back around because they were censoring certain accounts based off of what they didn't like people yeah. saying. Yeah. And and you know they're not block. Well, they're blocking some. Think of Alex Jones and some others like that. Um, but it's more they won't allow distribution of that content to anyone else. Now you type all type away all you want. Just like you can ban people in the comments on YouTube, you can like blackball them. They seek comments and they can type all day long but what they put out there as a comment never gets published because you as the poster got to say well this these people are not allowed to post in our comment section even though they think they are got it so that's a shadow ban of some sort but that's because you as the publisher of the content Correct. of the channel is can, blocking can send, that, right, person, that person not yep. the platform blocking the person well yeah, that's the way it's supposed to be. Why are we on this subject? Well, because that's 2019. Yeah, it is. I mean, who who doesn't get news outside of a social network right now? I don't. Okay, you are the, the, the very rare exception. I'm not on social media. I know. You're the very rare exception. Although, okay, actually, I guess I can't say that because I read a Google News feed. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't use them for social media, but, but I read fa- my Facebook Google Facebook is news. tracking your content. Probably. And your, your net your traffic they do I would they keep a record of it Facebook does yes Facebook keeps record of Google's newsfeed no they keep record of yours I'm not on Facebook it doesn't matter the sites you go to are attached to Facebook oh and their oh, API oh, is on oh, there yeah. and so they're getting yeah. your traffic yeah, yeah, yeah. and they know no, no did I, it's outrageous I got it, I got but, it. yeah did, I'm with you did I send I think I sent you guys this um. It's this. been so long. We've just dropped everything you said. Yeah. We throw out. Um, Who are you? 
this was like in 2017 or 2018. It was a, a Fox News correspondent. He was in London, I believe. Mm -hmm. He took two cell phones, put one on airplane mode and the other on uh, just regular, but not connected um, to any Wi-Fi. Turned off the Wi-Fi for one, and the other one he put it on airplane mode. And he spent an hour going around... Um, or he turned, yeah, he turned off the Wi-Fi. The other one was airplane mode. He spent an hour going around um, London, and then he hooked up his phone to this um, device that will um, record all the data that goes through the Internet from mm -hmm. the phone to the recipient, and he examined it. And the, um, the one where he wasn't, uh, uh, where he shut off the Wi-Fi, um, Google got all the information of every place that he had gone for an hour on when he turned on the, on the other cell phone, when he turned off the uh, airplane mode, it immediately downloaded all the information of where he had gone for the last hour. And it actually gave more information than the other one. So... <clears throat> There is no, there's no situation, if you have a s smartphone, there's no situation where they can't and they don't know where you're going, what you're looking at, what you're doing. Right. Period. So at what point is the government going to say privacy is a myth? Privacy is, is a dinosaur, something that happened in the past. We don't have any more privacy. I don't think the government will ever say that. You don't why, think so? Why would they say that? The government is able to benefit from that data through the back door. Why would they? Why would they publicly make comments that your privacy is a myth? Well, um, perhaps why not just, why perhaps not just future in uh, dealing with uh, certain cases, certain um, if if Google can get information about wherever you go and whatever you do. Um, can they take that information and use it in a court of law? Uh, I think you, yes, sure. But this is this is the case of if you're law enforcement and you know somebody's guilty but you can't prove it, how many times does somebody in law enforcement find the information that they need through a not legal channel and then they work their way backwards to create a legal channel to get there. Could not the government does? You don't think the government would do the same thing? They, they yeah. I'm, my point. My point is, yeah, oh, they, yeah, they are doing that. Oh yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. So, at a certain point, they're going to talk about privacy, but is it going to get to the point where everybody knows that privacy is a myth? Oh, I I would be surprised if people don't already think that. Do you but think that it's a myth? Oh no, 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 no. Do you think people do? People believe yeah. privacy is oh, yeah. still private. Oh yeah. Yep. Even though, even with all the news about, but you're in IT. News from where? Well, yeah, I guess because you got to consider where people are getting their news from. I guess I just see all the time that like privacy being not private but but I, mean, I guess consider and maybe your because position I'm in, I'd, 
because I'm in government IT, I see it all the time. Yeah, exactly. You know, data leaks, data breaches. I mean, I see it all the time. So I guess I just, I just assume people know that their data is not private anymore. I think the vast majority of people don't assume that at all. I think the vast majority of people believe that most of what they do is private. Oh, well, they're stupid then. Or ignorant, perhaps. Or stupid. Or no, st yeah, I would I would agree. Uninformed, ignorant, naive. Sure. Yeah, you bet. <clears throat> why why the way are we here? Because I can't figure out. Because we want to talk Just, about this. Yeah. Where did um, it go? I think the question though is how yeah, did we get here? There, that's the yeah, question. How did not we get here? why are we here, but how well, did we get here? Well, we got here because the news made a big Peanut story. Gallery, so lost. He's like, what about, is going on? About a kid who, as he as he became an adult, got to make an adult choice. And why does anyone give a rip? That's why we're here. I think so. Or that's how we got here. Well, it started about it's the news. platform platform yeah. versus uh, whatever the other presidential hopeful senator. Pocahontas, Elizabeth Warren nice. announced Friday she wants to bust up giants like Facebook, Google, and Amazon. Oh, yes. America's first gilded age began in the late 19th century with a raft of innovations, railroads, steel production, oil extraction, but culminated in mammoth trusts run by robber barons like J.P. Morgan, John D. Rockefeller, and William H. Vanderbilt. The answer, then, was to bust up the railroad, oil, and steel monopolies. We're now in a second Gilded Age, ushered in by semiconductors, software, and the Internet, which has spawned a handful of high-tech behemoths and a new set of barons like Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg, Amazon's Jeff Bezos, and Google's Sergey Brin and Larry Page. I don't know why she, yeah, she left out Apple and... The answer now is the same. Bust up the monopolies. But what is that going to look like? But yeah, I read into that, and I know I know what she's talking about. And while there's a piece of it that makes some sense, what Google and what she's pointing out specifically is, if you are a Facebook, a Google, an Amazon, you should not be allowed to sell your own content in your own store. Well, then Costco has it, to not sell yes. Kirkland Brand Signature. Agreed. Sam's Walmart Club, can't sell. No more Sam's great Choice. Great value, whatever yeah. it's called. Generic. Uh, heck, our family at the at the local grocery store, they can't sell that brand alongside yeah. the name brand bread. Yeah. It, so, this is nonsense. Okay. Now, if she wants to separate out, well, you can't make a car and you can't make speakers and you can't make that, maybe that might make some sense, but I don't understand why that would even make why any does sense. That okay, make sense? I didn't I didn't see this article. I didn't read this article. What is her what is her general They're too big. Point? Her problem specifically is when a company that has a platform also markets their own brand in their platform, it it gives them an unfair advantage and they get too big. So Apple should not be allowed to sell Apple yeah. products yeah. in their Apple store. Google should not be able to sell Google products. Amazon now has a generic Amazon, mm -hmm. Amazon Everyday. Basics. Amazon mm -hmm. Basics. And, oh, and Whole Foods. Oh, and Whole Foods, Google yeah. uses the world's most widely used search engine to promote its own services and Google-generated content. So yeah. the idea is you're searching on Google and you're getting Google-sponsored, Google-owned properties So does that search. mean the Democratic Party should no longer be able to pay for their own commercials? <laughs> I mean, they're enforcing their own brand. How it is that different? Like 
So the Republican Party, I mean, a party can no longer enforce their own brand? Amazon, the richest corporation in America, paid nothing in federal taxes last year. Meanwhile, it's holding an auction to extort billions from states and cities eager to have its second headquarters. It also forced Seattle, its home headquarters, to back down on a plan to tax big corporations like itself to pay for homeless shelters for a growing population that can't afford the sky-high rents caused in part by Amazon. Facebook withheld evidence of Russian activity on its platform far longer than previously disclosed. And when the news came to light, it employed a political opposition research firm to discredit critics. Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg, who holds the world's speed record for falling from one of the most admired to the most reviled people on the planet, just unveiled a plan to, quote, encrypt personal information from all its platforms. Yeah, right. And now the new plan is likely to give Facebook even more comprehensive data about everyone. If you believe it will better guard privacy, you don't remember Zuckerberg's last seven promises to protect okay, privacy. Okay, my question about Facebook, wh- where do they make their money? Advertising. Advertising. Well, they're a publicly held company now. Well, yeah, that's true. So, but yes, ads, sponsored content. Sponsored content. That, that, that I boosted. I, I boosted or whatever. I paid them five bucks to- Same well, thing with Google. They, is, is it advertisement? Uh, it must be. Like search well, engine optimization, but, uh, and then their products. I was going to say, but Google has product yeah, now. That's true. Google Google has well and hosting. Android. Yeah, Google right? has hosting, Android, and cell phones development. They've got a development yeah. platform. So Google's slightly different than Facebook, but I think so. But Facebook also makes money off of not just direct advertising, but <laughs> indirect. Selling yeah, because Facebook has partnerships mm-hmm. with. Uh, there's the entire Zynga game platform that pays to to be connected to yeah. Facebook. And, yeah. Is that a licensing agreement, probably? I don't know. Yeah. I would guess. When you agree to the terms of a Zynga game through Facebook, you're agreeing to Zynga's terms and you're agreeing to Facebook's, but you basically forego pretty much mm-hmm. any social media privacy. But that's if you log in via Facebook, which some things you almost have to. They don't want any other way. So, and so when you do that, you they then get all of your Facebook Well, LinkedIn, data. LinkedIn is now directly connected to Microsoft. Hmm. So what would happen if um, on Facebook, if Facebook was not allowed access to all of your contact information, where you go, what you do, then they would they would have to charge the user to use the product, and that's their whole thing. Well, we don't want anyone to have to pay, but in exchange for you getting it for free, the cost is you become the product. So, if the government came in and said, "Okay, listen," um, you're going to have to clearly spell it out to people that if you want free Facebook that they get access to all of your information on your phone. I think people would say yes. Okay. They probably would. Yeah. No, I really believe that. But, I think the majority of people would say well, I don't care. So it's the so you're saying it's similar to the um to the law enforcement principle where a cop comes up and asks to search your car and a good number of people will go well, of course, uh, I don't have anything to hide, so of Correct. course you can search yeah, my car. I agree. Okay. <clears throat> I think so. Do you disagree with that? No. No, I don't necessarily disagree with it. I'm just saying, 
or my uh my question in my mind was if they wanted to to do anything that would be that perhaps i don't know might be one of those things where it would please certain number of people if you could make it so that if you had to pay for pay for services to facebook um they required you know i think the ship has sailed if if they made a a, a cost to get into the boat now mm-hmm. they would they would tank only because they are so big because people oh free perfect mm-hmm. i'll sign up what's this thing i have to check to agree to yep done i'm in yeah. well that and and really i don't you probably remember but myspace paved that way mm-hmm. i mean Mm-hmm. You remember MySpace? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they paved that way. And MySpace was a brilliant marketing tactic. You, it, When MySpace started, the only way that, I mean, anybody could get into MySpace. And then, and excuse me, Facebook kind of did a brilliant thing. Facebook was created to only communicate for college students. Do you yeah, remember this? Yeah, it was. It was and the only way you could yeah. get into Facebook yeah. was you had to get. A college email, wasn't You had it? to have a college email account. And then it became you had to be invited by somebody. Then you could, but right, they expanded that way. Do you yeah, remember right. Gmail as a as an email product was the same way? No. What, what, do, you mean? what do you mean? Gmail as a G, as a product mm-hmm. as an email product. Gmail started the same way. As you had to be invited. Okay. So so then it started out elite at some level. So then I have a question. Ooh, um, ooh. Is there up. any possible way for you to have a smartphone and be able to efficiently use it without either the government, Facebook, Google, or whatever having access to all your information? I don't know how you could because any smartphone, any smartphone platform requires you to sign up for the service. So if you have an Android device, that's Google. If you have an Apple device, that's Apple. Uh, what's What other smartphone product can you get? A Windows smartphone, which they're now discontinuing? How do you get a product, how do you get one of those to work without signing up for a service? So then, then at this, at this juncture, in order to have access to that information, law enforcement would presumably require a search warrant to get it something to that effect legally at this point they need a search warrant okay to, to gain access to my phone data okay but beyond that when you go on to the internet when you go on to facebook you're you're being spoon-fed what facebook thinks you either want or what they want to tell you of course okay and it's not just Facebook. I mean, this well, is... Well, I'm just, I'm just giving an example. Because yeah. I don't... So, I mean, I think David's point is very good. I'm not... I don't have a Facebook profile. But if I were to ever sign up for one, I have been all over the web using my Gmail account, which is connected to just about every Facebook platform. So as soon as I sign up for Facebook, my guess would be they would know my content and I would start getting custom ads. So, but... My my point is, um, at a at a certain point, how I wouldn't think it would be that difficult to completely 
and totally control the entire population of the United States or the world to move them in a certain direction. Now, you might not be able to move them quick, but you could, you could literally brainwash everybody yeah. who uses a smartphone or looks, looks to that for... Um, Tom Hanks just made a movie on this two or three years ago. It's called uh, The Circle. Yeah, I didn't see it. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what the premise of it was, was that the circle was basically Facebook, but it, they called it the circle, and everybody, in order to do anything, you had to be in the circle, and then the circle began controlling content to everybody. So then the Illuminati lives? <laughs> okay. I mean, how, I, I don't, so, I guess from my perspective, what you're saying is not shocking to me. It's like, well, yeah, it's kind of like, oh, you mean so dogs have four legs? No. no. Yeah, it's kind of a. But, but no, I don't think you, you get my point. Mm. My point is, what's the point of, of, of any type of resistance? What is the point? You mean why? Why do we care about privacy? Let's just all go for it. All in doesn't matter because they're yeah, going to get mean, it anyway. Why are we sitting here talking about this and bringing this stuff up? Because it doesn't. It ultimately, isn't going to matter anyway. Because I just asked that question thirty minutes ago, and I was told because it's twenty nineteen. No, well, no, you. <laughs> wow. You were asking I'm why? Why bitter. are we? Why are we talking about this stuff right now when we could be talking about something else? I mean. Well, I think more and more people are realizing that they didn't have the the privacy, the anonymity that they thought they did. I do think more people are realizing that. And Congress is realizing it and going, holy cow, which means they're getting yelled at. And so now they have to come up Congress with something. Congress is getting yelled at? Yeah. By who? Oh, by their people. Otherwise, they don't do anything unless they get phone calls or their donors tell them to do it. Or they get caught. Okay. So three reasons they do stuff. I mean, okay, let's be real. Let's let's I let's back this up a couple of years. So back up the truck. why is there such a push as to whether or not the Trump campaign had Russia get involved in the election? Is that I mean, if if Russia got involved in the election by exposing details that were it they didn't lie about anything if they just hacked in and exposed information that already existed is the problem that the Trump campaign actually asked them to do it or is the problem that that information existed in secrecy but now it's public because Russia hacked it well i thought i thought the whole issue with russia was that they they hacked in to beat hillary because they like trump yeah to um, to either release information or do something with uh, perhaps some of the voting stations or, you know, something to that effect. I thought that was the whole, but was there's the whole never, show. But they've never <clears throat> been able to find that no, there was any information that Russia hacked any voting stuff. It was all, it all came down to influencing, unless I've missed the point, but I thought it was all 
well, I Russia think, influenced the election by the data that they released in timely uh, manner. But, but I think I think it it would be uh, similar to somebody who uh, was a poker player who was a world champion in poker and was unbelievably arrogant, and he got beat. And so the reason he got beat is because obviously the other person cheated. Well, yeah, that, that is the that's the yeah. point. Yeah, right. so it was the ego of they they had to come up with some other reason. There's no other way that Hillary that Trump would have won. It was just hatred. But my point was that there wasn't made up information. Well, there was some, but most of the stuff that got released was email information that already existed. Things that she had said or done, or her campaign said or done or did, that just got leaked. Mm-hmm. I, don't I don't know. know. Anyway, why are we here? Because we were talking well, about you got privacy, invited, so we, we can always change that. <laughs> <laughs> Probably will happen after this. <laughs> this is the David Allen Show. DavidAllenShow.com on the Google's if the Google Gmail if you're interested. <laughs> Don't worry, the government will find it. Um, DavidAllenShow@gmail.com. Um, I don't know. We got all kinds of weird stuff. I want. So, there's one thing I want to talk about uh-oh. sometime. No, I want to talk about that college scandal. Ooh, oh, you got funny. details? Jeez. Not really. Well, I just want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't have many details either. Um, <clears throat> I just read a little bit about that today. It's just dumb. I mean, Aunt Becky. I know. She's singing the blues. <laughs> Clearly. Her and Uncle Jesse. It'll go away. <clears throat> All right, so I, as many of you know, um, and actually since <laughs> since David has been here. you know. Since David has been here, um, my wife had a baby. Since the last time he was on the show, yours. Yep. Okay. <laughs> and and if we are if inappropriate, we, if we <laughs> the kid is almost four months old. Yep. Which means you've been here way so. Anyway, um, <laughs> have you seen of South Have you seen Dakota, their baby? No, uh, oh, just pictures. Man. I know. I just haven't. a cute kid. The state of South Dakota sent me a really neat little package. And I thought we'd talk about it because it's interesting. Uh, Dear parent, this is from the governor at the time. Apparently his date is private. They don't even know his name. Congratulations on the birth of your child. As a father myself, I know you are about to embark on the most rewarding journey of your life. The items in this package were carefully chosen to support you and your child's early learning experiences. And I hope you will take time out of your busy schedule to review them. As you will as you will discover, a children's book has been included in this package. Encourage your child to see, touch, and play with the book as soon as possible. All children are born wired for nonstop learning, and each time you read to your baby, you're enhancing his or her brain development. Is it Heather's Got Two Mommies? <laughs> you will also find the Ages and Stages booklet filled with information on each stage of your child's development, as well as suggested books, music, and resource guides. What if you're going to raise your child to be binary? That's very presumptuous to say his or her. In addition, enclosed are brochures and pamphlets to help you learn more about the basic care of your child and the various services and parenting resources available to help your family. I encourage you to take special note of the important messages displayed on the specially designed bib regarding secondhand smoke and the infant t-shirt and children's book regarding safe sleep practices. Is this, this is South Dakota? <laughs> I sincerely hope you find the items included in this gift pack helpful in getting you and your baby off to a great start in life. 
Did they include a pack of smokes for you? <laughs> I wish you and your new baby the best of luck. Sincerely, just, Dennis Dugard. I'm just looking at that last page, and I'm like, <laughs> oh. My. So there's this for real on letterhead with this seal on it and everything? Oh, he's, did he, no. Uh, who, is it real? No. It almost looks like it until you look at it. Oh, is it, is it <laughs> auto pen? What, what's that called? Auto sign? Auto pen? Yeah, Barry probably. did it. Oh, yeah. They just, they fooled you because they did it in blue. Ink. Yep, yep. Yeah, it's an electronic signature. All right, so here, here's page one, or a, a page in here. What does a safe sleep environment look like? So they have a multi-culty girl, woman. Multi-culty. Nice. <laughs> Uh, baby's sleep area is in the same room next to where parents sleep. That is what a safe environment looks like. Uh, use a firm and flat sleep surface, such as a mattress, in a safety-approved crib covered by a fitted sheet. Baby should not sleep in an adult bed, on a couch, or on a chair alone with you or anyone else. Do not smoke or let anyone else smoke around your baby. Can you let the baby smoke? <laughs> Yes, uh, anyone else. That would probably be, that that, that could fall and okay. get in court. All right. Do not put pillows, blankets, sheepskins, or crib bumpers anywhere in your baby's sleep area. What about buffalo we skin? We just went through stupid cold winter. I'm going to put a blanket around my kid. Oh. Dress your baby in sleep clothing, such as a wearable blanket. Do not use a loose blanket, and do not over-bundle. What's a wearable blanket? A bag. A zipper bag. Just not plastic. It's fine. <laughs> Always place your baby on his or her back to sleep. To work For out. naps and at night. <clears throat> this one right here. is the, This is the reason I wanted this on the show. And, you know, of course, vaccines. There's a whole pot list. Vaccinations for infants and children. Age 0 to 10. Uh, safe sleep for your baby. This is the other side of that page. You give that to your baby when it turns 18. Uh, here, here you go. Here's your list of go for it. 70. <sighs> Reduce the risk of sudden infant death syndrome, SIDS, and other sleep-related causes of infant death. So this is how you reduce those risks. Now, first off, nobody knows what causes SIDS officially. They don't know. But here's how you reduce it. Uh, always place baby on his or her back to sleep for naps and at night to reduce the risk of SIDS. Use a firm and flat sleep surface, such as a mattress in a safety-approved crib, covered by a fitted sheet with no other bedding or soft items in the sleep area. Share your room with baby. Keep baby in your room close to your bed, but on a separate surface designed for infants, ideally for baby's first year, but at least for the first six months. Do not put soft objects, toys, crib bumpers, or loose bedding under baby, over baby, or anywhere in baby's sleep area. So this is all to reduce SIDS. And then and here we go. To reduce SID, the risk of SIDS, women should get regular prenatal care during pregnancy. Avoid smoking, drinking alcohol, or using marijuana or illegal drugs. Isn't marijuana an illegal drug? Not everywhere. In South Dakota it is. So why do they say that? <laughs> is this preemption? Is that the word? Is that Are a they South preempting? Dakota document? Well, unless they... Un- probably not. CS. Unless they copy... Department of Health. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say. that's what it is. Um, do not smoke during pregnancy and do not smoke or allow smoking around your baby or in your baby's environment. Don't go outside. <laughs> That's what that means. Uh, think about giving your baby a pacifier for naps and nap time and nighttime sleep to reduce the risk of SIDS. 
Do not let your baby get too hot during sleep. Breastfeed your baby to reduce the risk of SIDS. Breastfeeding. No, no they're not talking to, to you. But true. Breastfeeding your many has many health benefits. If he benefits identified as a woman, baby. they're enough. talking. It's true. Yeah. If you fall asleep while feeding or comforting baby in an adult bed, place him or her back in a separate sleep. If you fall asleep, then put the baby in another spot. How does that work? So, let's just let's let's like go ahead and do a fast forward on this. So, why does this bother you as much as it bothers you? Because I I almost feel like you need some PTSD counseling. No, it's on this. fun. This is fun. Well, first off, because they don't know what causes SIDS, so these things right. are just dumb. This is just. I mean, okay, don't be an idiot. That's fine. Don't say to reduce the risk of SIDS because there's no evidence that this would do that. Um, this one right here cracked me up when I read this. This was it. Avoid products that go against safe sleep recommendations, especially those that claim to prevent or reduce the risk of SIDS. <laughs> so you need to throw that in. So, yeah, so, right. yeah. so this one's gone. Yes. Give your baby plenty of tummy time. When Wait, he or I she thought is it was awake. supposed to sleep on its ah, back. When he or she is awake and okay. someone is watching. They clarified. Your tummy or the baby's tummy? That's a good question. I would say the thing, when I see those and hear those or read those, it's it's it actually makes me kind of sad because- Did they have to write this? The, the, this is the result of really three generations, probably four, maybe at best, of degraded family structure. Yeah, because oh, before, yeah, totally. grandma and because mom and aunts- all Grandma, came mom, over and, aunts. I mean, this yep. was you were. Moms knew Wait, what to do. Wait, are you saying that a village was needed to raise the child? Well, I think it helped. <laughs> but I, I, I mean, I don't know. Well, but That's, then there's there's also the the knowledge passed down from from mother and grandfather. Yeah, but I don't think that happens anymore. No, 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 no. And you know, for I, it seems. I don't have any data, but it seems like... Well, then you be quiet. <laughs> um, so many young ladies, and by young I mean 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, you know, teenage or to early 20s who are single, having a baby is like getting a new puppy or something to that yeah. effect. Um, I think... Because, yeah. because it, it's something cool and new and exciting and... Um, the whole threat of being single um, would conceivably be, where am I going to get money? Where am I going to live? How am I going to provide for it? That's all taken care of now. So if you have a child and you're single, I mean, you don't have, you don't have anything to worry about. So why not have, you know... I mean, it is like having a puppy, potentially, and then when they get older, you just have another one and let them f fend for themselves. Well, and I think what it's my perspective has changed a little bit in hearing a few stories from my wife. Uh, so when my my daughter was born, um, so I adopted my daughter. I was not there, but my Wife was telling me, and she's very. She, was she there? She was there. Okay, but she's very embarrassed about the story now because when she was there, 
her mom wasn't there for her. Mm. And when she was in the hospital and they were getting ready to leave, the nurse made a comment of, you you need a car seat. And my wife said, well, I have one. It's right there and pointed to it. And the nurse said, and my wife fully thought that was a car seat. And the nurse said, that is not a car seat. That's like a sleeping chair that you put in the living room. <laughs> and my wife was completely wow. embarrassed because she had no idea. She mm-hmm. had no idea. Mm-hmm. But she had no idea because nobody had ever taught her. Mm-hmm. She just flat out didn't know. Yeah. And when I hear that kind of story, that's what I'm saying. The reason these types of brochures come out, we're really three generations in-ish. Is that about right, probably? of so. Of the family unit being so degraded that the grandmother, the mother, the aunts, the older sisters, whatever, aren't around to teach people that are having kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. You know, and and my wife, I I would say my wife is a great mom, but there's things when she had my daughter as an infant, she just she's like I'm embarrassed to say I had no idea what I didn't know what I was supposed to do. No idea. I don't want to lose this. Okay, sorry. So the fix for that is families have to actually start caring about each other again. I don't. I, the ship is sailed. Or are we too far down the road? Oh yeah, ship is sailed. Do, well, do you think there's a rever- There's not a reversal, not a mass reversal. Well, I mean, so, like societally speaking, yeah. I mean, if you look in the in the uh, African American community, you know, over seventy percent are single parents. But that doesn't mean that that can't change if you if you're able to potentially change society. I mean, eventually. But in terms of uh, starting all over, starting all over again. I mean, I think that you could potentially. Well, could. I mean, not not in our society the way it is. Something there, there's there's going to have to be a period of incredible pain. But yeah, but we're too chicken to do that, though. There has yeah. to be something societally. There has to be something that forces a correction. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. But, it, but yeah, it's for yeah. you. Oh, wonderful! Thank you. <clears throat> so, <laughs> huh? What should I tell my? Oh, no, I almost, I almost <laughs> no. <laughs> we just gave David the breastfeeding and returning to work book. <laughs> he works in a very clean, safe, and sterile environment. Uh, here's something. <laughs> the guys at the foundry <laughs> might. Be... Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> you know it, it's crazy. In my office, every once in a while, I'll see a spider and I'll like run across a desk, and I'm like, "Dude, I'm not killing you because if you're choosing yeah. to sl- to live here, go good. Yeah, on you. you're either some kind of mutant or you deserve all the respect that's I can give like, you. Uh, Wait, yeah, you're trying you, to be Spider-Man. If you try to kill that, that sucker is radioactive. <laughs> yeah. What is that? Who was, who was the Spider-Man? The like the human character that got bit, Peter Parker. Peter Parker. Yeah, you you would be the Peter Parker because you know any spider that exists in your work environment. Did you is... pick a peck of something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I've never seen a mouse. I've never. I mean, it's a huge warehouse. I've never seen anything alive in there other than humans and an occasional spider. That's how bad Co- it cockroaches is. Cockroaches anywhere? Nothing. Nothing. I mean, nothing. Nothing. Here's one more. Why is shaking a baby dangerous? Really? 
Why do we need wow. this? Remember, never shake or hurt a baby or a young child. No, this is, I mean, this hits home in close to this community because David, wasn't there a pretty significant case like Murder? eight or 10 years ago where- <laughs> That's significant. Yeah. Where a young man- yeah. Basically shook his baby. Well, he 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 was more vigorous than shaking. Well, yeah, I yeah. agree. It wasn't like please stop crying. There was a lot more to it than that, but I got to tell it was I was more like this. Like hitting well, its head up and holy cow. You know. Yeah. I but, yeah. I, I really think that all of the brochures that you have are, are it's it's an indictment it, of our society. To you, it's yeah. almost insult. It, it's well, sure. I don't know if it's insulting. Maybe it is. Well, but, it's laughable, but it's the fact that someone had thought they needed to make this. And the is sad, sad and the sad part is the people that really need this are not the ones that are going to read it. Mm-hmm. But this is this is a breakdown of culture. But babies have certain characteristics that make shaking very harmful. Larger head compared to body. Weak neck muscles, fragile, undeveloped brain. So let's pump vaccines in them. It's fine. Large size and strength difference between the victim and the perpetrator. I was going to say, that would be probably the number one. That would be like somebody 20 feet tall picking you up and shaking you. Shaking baby syndrome is a form of child abuse that happens when an infant or young child is violently shaken. Victims of SBS often have bleeding on the brain and the eyes and also suffer from massive brain swelling. Shaking injuries are not caused by the following. Bouncing a baby on your knee. Bouncing Depends. a baby. <laughs> to- tossing a baby in I the air. I was expecting. <clears throat> anyway, sorry. To- jogging or bicycling with you. Jogging? Yeah. Uh, falls off a couch or other furniture. <laughs> Sudden stops in a car or driving over bumps. That's not. SBS is not caused by those. So but that- never... Ever underline shake a baby, which is okay. So they just gave people the, ex- they just said, if you go to the doctor and you use these excuses, yes. we're going to tell you. <laughs> he fell off the those- couch. Oh, we just tossed him in the air. We were jogging. <laughs> a long time, really vigorously. But then, yeah. you know, if if you don't have the maturity to um, control your sex life, but we can't, you are can't, you going you can't to have that. the maturity? No, you're right. That's true. To not flip Shake out on your a baby, baby yeah. when he cries. Eh, yeah. Those are not. Those oh, are. Oh, they're correlated. Maybe correlated, but they're not. They're not one to one. Perhaps that's kind of the. Well, there's all, hardly anything that's one to one correlation. That's kind of like saying all dogs are labs versus all labs are dogs. Okay. I mean, well, um, so so you you would say that there are some well-adjusted, mature people that still shake their baby? <laughs> no, I would say the reverse. I think that's saying all dogs are labs. I think that there are there are some people that are immature enough to have a baby when they shouldn't. I, I'm but saying that the people that would shake the baby are going to be, if they're not a sociopath or a psychopath... They're going to be people that are uh, absolutely immature, because, I mean, you're you're not likely to have somebody who's holding a, a decent job that isn't mentally yeah. ill. Yeah, I agree with you. And, you know, I understand what you're saying. 
What? This is the David <laughs> Allen Show. <laughs> David Allen Show. Laura Branigan will be right back. She's dead. Control Laura Brannigan here on the David Allen Show. Yeah, have you guys? <laughs> I, I I I'm speechless. Have you have you guys been? Um, I I think I know the answer. Um, following that college admissions <laughs> cheating scandal. I can't say following, but I saw something about it and started reading today. I was kind of I, I was shocked that this was a thing. I know. I know. I mean, if you're like me, you're like, on Becky, no! Um, well, no, nope, I'm not like you at that, all. Who was that? Lanigan? What's her, what's her uh, last name? Laura Laughlin. Laura La- Laughlin, that's it. Yeah. And uh, she's married that's to probably the only straight fashion designer in the world. In the world. In the history of the world? Yeah. Yeah, probably the only. I don't know. I don't know what's go- I it's Just, I mean. That was a very hateful thing to say. But truthful, thank you. <laughs> um, so was that sp- he spoke his truth? Mossimo Giannulli. Now Massimo is that like the, the Massimo. Massimo brand of clothing? There you must go. be. Really? I don't know. I don't, I don't, it I don't must either. be. Why? <laughs> I don't know. 
because Massimo is just such an uncommon name in it is. the fashion world. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk about the story. Um, oh, can I? Um, so uh, there was this organization that said that they would help people uh, get their kids into colleges and whatnot. And basically it sounds like what he would do is he would find bribable people at, at – uh, prestigious universities and for so prices like get the, people in. He was in. like the go-between. He'd be like the pimp. The or, agent. Or the the agent. agent. Yeah, the go. agent. Yeah, kind of thing. And um, so William H. Macy's wife, Huffman or something, she was on <laughs> Desperate Housewives or something. Felicity Huffman. Yeah, that's it. Um, she supposedly paid like $15,000 to get her child into... I don't know which university it was. Uh, the bigger one is the Lori Laughlin one. But they paid five hundred grand to get their kid into USC. Yeah, but it was like to get them onto some sports team. The USC to, crew. Is it the cricket team? What was no, it? The, tennis? The rowing crew. Oh yeah, the rowing crew. <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't to get them on the crew. It was it was to get paperwork to make it look like they were on the crew <laughs> so that then so they, they could, could go to the college. Oh. Five hundred grand. Five hundred grand. And but it was for both of her daughters. Oh, it was only a quarter million yeah, a piece. Yeah, so it was only a quarter million a piece. Whereas Felicity, wherever she went, it was probably uh, University of Bemidji. Um, <laughs> she paid for 15, 15 grand, you know, or Rasmussen College. I don't know. Um, university uni- of Phoenix. Yeah, University of Phoenix. <clears throat> um, you know we accept anybody, but here's 15 grand anyway. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, so they get arrested, okay, that Felicity Huffman, her bail... Quarter of a million dollars. Wow. Quarter of a million dollars. <laughs> wow. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Aunt Becky, one million dollars. Her husband, one million dollars. And I am like just outraged. Wow. I think I figured out why. Now, when you, during the commercial break, you said a million dollars in bail, and I didn't believe you, so I looked it up. And I think the reason bail was so high is it wasn't just because they got their daughters into the school. It was because they were part of an entire ring, and one of the leaders of the ring actually has earned $25 million in fraud money by being the pimp go-between. Go after that person. Who's they, that? They did. Exactly. They are. No, They're they are. going Sanger. after. Yeah, they are. Singer. Oh. Margaret? <laughs> oh, she's dead. <laughs> no, not Sanger. Singer. <laughs> Mr. Singer. Yeah. Like the, the solo. Never mind. Anyways. Anyways. Uh, the In this, just an aside. Yep. The following defendants were charged in a criminal complaint with conspiracy to commit mail and wire fraud. Shall we name names? Yep. Uh, Gregory Abbott of New York and his wife, Marsha Abbott. He, he is founder and chairman of International Dispensing Corporation, a food and beverage packaging company. Gamal Aziz Abdelaziz of Las Vegas, the former president and executive director of Wynn Macaw Resort. Diane Blake, an executive... Uh, at retail merchandising firm, they're not going to give that out. Todd Blake, an entrepreneur and investor. These are all like uber rich people. So is is the idea, and they, this list goes insane. Is the idea their kids are dummies and they can't get into school? Well, it it sounds like from now maybe everything will change, but when more information comes out, but it sounds like the they didn't try hard enough, or they. They wanted to ensure that they got into a certain school. Or it sounds like horrible parenting, for one thing. 
to allow your kids to go somewhere without earning it. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. But but it's yeah, not. What are you teaching your kid at that point? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, the, you know, these kids are going to grow up to be like Paris Hilton or some or one of the Kardashians or whatever. So they're creating a monster with a college degree. Yeah, with a college degree, or maybe a representative sort of. in uh, the state of New York. Uh, <clears throat> anyways, so oh, 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 where's the dinger on that one? <laughs> Did you get that? No, that, you missed the comment. <laughs> I was, I'm reading. Are you kidding, the people? Alan, that was like the perfect comment for the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, I mean, they are going to have to suffer sometime in twenty or thirty years when their kids are are monsters. Okay. Or, I mean, I'm sure they're monsters now. Is this kind of like the second? It's like the, uh, the, uh, um. Oh, that. When somebody, <laughs> no, 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 no. When somebody, uh, gets their citizenship into the United States, they generally succeed, <clears throat> but their kids become spoiled brats, the second generation. Or, or like entrepreneurs who create a yeah, yeah, successful yeah. business. The, so, spoon. the, the yeah. presumption spoon. is yeah. all of this list of people, they're the first generation of success. I, I, that's but, but, my, it could be. I'm making a, a gigantic Was Lori Laughlin, was her parents, were, were her parents successful? Did we I, I Come have on, no you, idea. you cared about her when you were a youth. I, didn't no? because okay. I was you were that I was much, older that then. <laughs> Toby McFarlane, William McGlashan Jr., uh, Marsha Palatella. Is that the common spelling? Let's a, talk about this for a, a minute. A liquor though. distribution company. Yeah. Peter for, Juan Sartorio, Stephen Semprevio. Yes. I think the thing that just blows my mind is the piece of paper that the college degree comes from is so critical to these. It's so much a part of their success, like wearing a, the a particular diamond ring that mm -hmm. they have to mm -hmm. have a piece of paper that claims they graduated from USC or mm -hmm. whatever call. I won't pick on USC, but that was one of the colleges that they're willing to pay 500 grand to make sure that their kids have a piece of paper at the end that the kid knows they never earned? Well, the, the crazy part is a couple of the guests on this show go to Concordia University in Moorhead. And the ring you- Did they get in legitimately? Get, well, they did, unfortunately. The ring that you can buy if you graduate from that school, the signet ring you get, is prestigious around the world. It's a very small school, and if you have that ring, people know you- by that ring around the world. It's insane. It's like, like that, That's the... one of the most sought-after college rings out there, but, and but, I don't know why. But it's weird, this Lori Laughlin. If, if they would have ponied up $2 million to donate to the university... That's what I was thinking. Are, are you I telling the me they wouldn't thing. get in? Yeah. Of course they would get in. <laughs> they create a new library uh -huh. wing yeah. and their daughters get into the school. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, that, and that happens all graduate. day long. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know that representative from New York, she talks about economics. I have an economics minor and a finance major. She's she's an idiot. She's stupid. She doesn't have I mean they did they just did a thing uh where they were they talked to several hundred um prestigious economists and Alan. all of them 
Alan. Disagreed. Are you a platform or are you a publisher? Because you need to decide if you're taking liability for his slanderous comment. Uh, no, well, that's, not, that's not slander. No. No, you slander has to be that, false. Yeah, it has right. to be false. And I have to know that it's false. Ding, 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 ding. But, I mean, that's a perfect example of somebody who graduates and being a, a complete and total moron. Okay, so what what blows me away it's not it's not just that you have these parents that i mean it's a it seems to be akin to buying their 16 year old a hundred thousand dollar porsche uh for their birthday so that because that's what they want i mean spoiling the child um but the fact that the prosecutors are from what they were saying they were using uh like rico uh whatever statutes or whatever to try to um actually have these people go to prison a million dollar bail if you have a million dollar bail you're probably going to go to prison if you this get is, convicted well but but we're talking so there won't be a, a deal. There's got to be. There's no way they're going to prosecute. There'll be a deal. Yeah. You know there's going to be some kind of deal that comes out of this. And It'll- it's husband and wife. Not only that, okay, she got kicked off of Fuller House, you know, the new Full House. The new reboot. Oh, the sure reboot. she's making just fistfuls of money with that one. Well... Well, actually, well, Netflix it's pony on Netflix. up for that one. Yeah. Netflix is ponying they ain't up. They throwing money. Um, Aunt Becky and the show is going to go away for a little. Yeah, while. that's right. A rehab or something. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Did she have a kid? Yeah, they on had the show. Yeah, they had twins. <laughs> like little, oh, they oh, jumped the oh, shark and oh, they had her, twin. the the twin girls, the Mary no, Kate and Ashley girls. No, they had two other. Is that the right but, show? Yeah, but Mary, okay. Mary You're Kate Ashley, the original Full House. Yeah, I know, but yeah, did, did the towards the end they had twin okay. boys and okay. Mary Kate and Ashley. They weren't. It was one child. I mean, whatever. In Danny the show, Kay, in the show, it in wasn't show, twins. It was one child. Oh yeah, yeah. Just, it was oh, yeah. two baby actresses that played. Back then, one they couldn't get babies to cooperate long enough to yeah. do a full to yeah. be the one person. That's right. Back then, you know, if the kid didn't. Didn't you know? Do the line. You'd shake them for a while, and then no, no, bounce them on your knee. It's oh, fine. okay, sorry. <laughs> Take Same them thing. jogging. <laughs> but this is toss them in the air. This is uh, clearly if they are aware that this is a twenty-five million dollar scam. That's what they're aware of. But these, but these people that that it's it's a difference between buying drugs and distributing drugs absolutely agreed so, absolutely so they are equivalent of buying the drugs not distributing it but they but it it seems that they are being um uh no 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 they're they're in they're they weren't the ones arranging stuff they're not they they didn't get any money off the deal they got their kid into the, or they weren't the dealer. So that means that the the feds will use them, flip them, to go after the dealer. Uh, million dollars? I would have thought that they would have done that a long time ago. Plus, they have they have tons of uh, supposedly emails and phone calls and everything else. If you have a million dollar bail. What is that? A hundred thousand dollar bill? A hundred thousand. That's what you'd have to put down. Yeah. But, I mean, that's. That's outrageous. I mean, if you if you're up for third degree murder, maybe even second degree murder, you might not get 
that type of bail. It depends on who you killed. Yeah, well, yeah, that's, yeah. Um, but, and then what is what is the whole point of bail so that you don't take off? Well, is where this, are these people going to go to? Fiji? Is this the, yeah, they could, I mean... You go somewhere that they are. Don't they a flight get, risk? Okay, okay. If you, they were a flight risk, you put them. They go somewhere where there's where they don't extradite. Oh yeah. So yeah, for how long though? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, nobody's good. Yeah, he's they're, a designer. They're not going to. They're not going to do that. I mean, it's ridiculous. He's a straight designer. <laughs> That's high demand. How did yeah. that happen? Or he's not very good. Yeah. Well, it's probably more he of that. Be, so they'll use him as an example. But is this the case? Is this similar to? I think it. I think what it is. They, it's a bunch of eating the rich. They picked up. Ooh. They picked up the mob bosses on tax evasion versus all of the real crimes. But that these aren't. But they're not even yeah, the mob that's, bosses. Yeah, that's fair. That's okay. Does this have Good anything to point. do with old AOC trying to um, push for student loan debt forgiveness? I think, think this, this is correlated all, at all. I no. think this is all intersectional politics. Okay. That's it's, all it, this it, is. What? Intersectional politics. It's all about victims mm. and whoever isn't the victim. You know, there's a hierarchy well, who's of the, who's the victim in the story. Um, it would be the uh, minority the student, child, the poor student who couldn't get. Oh, in, that one. There it who is. Couldn't yeah. get into the college. The, the, oh. the seat which should have been used for. And it's it's an issue of punishing white privilege. Mm. So it's an eating the rich kind of thing where we are going to punish these people because these are the type of people. I mean, this is this has to be a political mm-hmm. a political thing that they're pushing here, okay. because it is we are attacking people that nobody is going to feel sympathetic for, mm. because they're beautiful and rich and whatnot, and they're hypocrites. So everybody will hate them. The thing that cracks me up is these actors and actresses that got caught in this. Uh, I, I have some people close to me that are upset. Oh, I can't believe. Oh, I just can't believe that she would do that. She's an actress. Her job is a lie. Yeah, exactly. In order so to be an surprised? actress in Hollywood, you have to be a hypocrite. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. A... <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Uh, think of one who isn't outrageous. Maybe Tom Hanks, but he's older now. Hmm. Oh, so I watched the, the District 54. Thing, no, Studio 54. It's a documentary on uh-huh. Studio 54 in New York. The Bronx. I think, or uh-huh. Manhattan, one of the two. I don't know. No, I'm not up on that. The locations of New York City. Um, and it was like the iconic discotheque yep. in the 70s. Yep, disco time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Big, Late 70s. Big deal. And they got busted for just Andy tons Warhol of fraud. Andy Warhol went there. Oh, yeah. And- yeah. Uh, well, they had one of the photographers on that they would let in. And they said they would let photographers in that played by the rules, that would like do what they wanted. They wouldn't let anyone else in. And he pulls out this box, this old guy, and he's opening stuff up, and he's showing pictures of stuff, and he says, oh, here's Liz Taylor. And then here's one of Liz Taylor, and she's huge. I mean, when she was big. And he says, I call her, I call this one Fat Liz. (laughs) And just moved right along. (laughs) Sorry. So the colleges that they're aware of at this point, at this point, Stanford, UCLA, USC, University of Texas, that's a weird one. Wake Wake Forest, Georgetown. Hook of Horns, is that it? Yale. (laughs) Yeah. See, it's an Ivy League. Yeah, that's a, yeah. You've got Ivy League, but University of Texas, really? Yeah. It's UT though. That that is is that um where's that at? Is that College Station or is that no? That's a A and M. I'm pretty sure is that, that in one Austin? is in Austin. Yeah, that's like Liberalville. That makes sense. But yeah, UT is like crazy. So are we talking? Well, that, that's where Crowder goes for his change my mind segments on campus. But I also uh-huh. uh, but I I think this is connected. What's what's so 
it's outrageous to me that celebrities put the college certificate on such a pedestal of success that it's greater than the Porsche, the mansion, the Oh, you've got it. We're going to pay 200 they paid more to get their daughters into college than it would have cost to just get through the college. Or to go to medical school on top of it. Well, but one of them is a YouTube sensation. Yeah, that's so. the, that, the oldest um, yeah, daughter. Yeah. yeah, she's a YouTube YouTuber. I, I mean, guess she has like a million yeah. subscribers. So you're making money. 2.4. Yeah. She doesn't Sorry. need to, to go to college, but her she wanted to go to college for the experience. She really wanted to party and see the, the college So life. then what that That's is- That's what she wanted to do. Th- that is, Mom, I want to go mm. to Burning yes. Man this year. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yep. All my friends are going to Burning Man. Yeah, so, so the first couple weeks of college, she couldn't go to school because she had work. She had her job she had to go to. She had to be traveling for work. And so she was able to You know to where she up. was? Where? Fiji? Fiji. Yeah. <laughs> Partying in YouTube. Work. Yeah. So, and then she, when this story broke, she was on a yacht in the Bahamas. Yes, and it was owned by the USC. <laughs> the the uh, the Trojans. The head of the trustees. Or the head of yeah yeah yeah. Can you imagine? Oh. That had to have been an uncomfortable conversation. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, you're gonna have to go. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm just talking. Wear this trench coat and a hat and glasses, and we'll throw you overboard. I've heard some of her YouTube videos, and they're so sad. She's just a nitwit. But I mean, to to me, if this was if this was uh, somebody else doing it, you would there'd be a slap on the hand. Mm -hmm. There would be uh, whatever, and you would hammer. The coach or the admissions counselor or whoever it is at the university. Oh, this has gone mm-hmm. on before in athletics where... But this isn't athletics. This no, is... no, no, no. I'm saying it's gone on in the past where athletes have gotten into colleges where they shouldn't have gotten into oh, yes, because of absolutely. athletics. Well, Title IX does that too. It was slap on the wrist. It was, you know, whatever. You know, the kid doesn't get... The, they get their scholarship pulled or whatever. But see, I, I, I think... I think this is we are um, we are going to make an example out of white privilege, got kind of a flip on the uh, Rodney King thing, mm. or the um, um, uh, OJ OJ Simpson thing. Um, let them go because they're a minority, versus let's crucify somebody because they're white. I mean it it becomes it becomes. Um, It becomes a, an easy thing that everybody can be unified in to hate. And seriously, does she, do, does she or her husband deserve to go to prison for several years for what they did? No. 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 So why a million-dollar bail? It's outrageous. But I, I, I think that is the general tone. Somebody has to tone. Find- California socialist agenda. What's that? Somebody has to fund California socialist agenda, and if they can get it through bail, why not? Well, they get the money back if they don't run. Uh, no. <laughs> um, I was looking no at at this um 
uh, this article on Fox News, and it was talking about newlyweds and a new trend with newlyweds. And that is apparently couples are no longer celebrating their first days of wedded bliss watching sunsets in the Caribbean or sightseeing in Paris. Instead, according to the New York Times, they're booking separate solo vacations or trendy unimoons. What? So you go alone away? <laughs> yes. You go on your honeymoon for the first few days by yourself doing this is what right you want after to do. you got married right after so you get married like, no you do that before you get married exactly um i i find this interesting uh, again i think can if, we talk about the degradation of family again yeah <laughs> we're right here we don't need to I know. it's right that here that was a joke <laughs> okay but i mean you're starting off you you're you're starting off saying i am more important than us i am more important than totally, you totally yep I mean, that is starting a trend for their entire marriage. Yeah. And this is what we get. This is, this is, the, this is Sodom and Gomorrah. Mm. What's your point? My point is, this is Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah. This is, um, you know, Aunt Becky <coughs> spending $500,000 to have a kid go to college who they don't want to, and... Uh, I guess she had mentioned in one of her YouTube videos that um, she's like the first year in college, she, she basically never went to class. Yeah. Well, she went to college under the premise that she was on the rowing team, but never went to rowing practice either. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. It's time for the weekly, not weekly, it's time for the Ocasio-Cortez, AOC of the Week, everybody, right here on the David Allen Show. AOC of the Week, um, March 15, just yesterday, she tweeted out this at AOC, daily reminder that we have a Muslim ban in this country made out of the, made out of of the president's hostility to Muslim people with little to no supporting evidence and a Republican party that tolerates it. There is so much work to do. Repealing the ban is square one. This from your friendly Alexandria Occasional Cortex. I'm AOC. Back in March, May, May, May 2018, she says, what would happen if we pursued student loan cancellation on a federal level. What would that look like? How do we do it? Let's talk about it. This is part of a bigger agenda that we see coming, though. I mean, Bernie's running as a socialist. March 14. She's an open socialist. 2019. Representative Alexandria. What's the latest? Santa Maria. Occasionally coherent. There it is. (laughs) Issued a plea on Twitter Wednesday night for advice on how to furnish her Washington apartment. The freshman lawmaker revealed she still had almost no furniture after two months living in the Capitol. Oh my goodness. And asked her 3.5 million followers to name the first five items they would buy if they were starting from scratch. Tyler Pepper. Some respondents... This is the best part. Some respondents offered up sensible suggestions, but many weren't exactly helpful with their amusing <laughs> quips, including, uh, ha, ha, ha. Hold on, where's it? How where'd it go? 
course. Beanbag. Of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we uh, have beds. the blocker that's blocking the post regenerations. Um, there we go. All right. Nick Offerman. <laughs> Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec. Uh, his first quip was a table saw. Not bad. <laughs> Chris O'Dowd. Treat yourself to a lazy boy. This is really just an alley-oop for you to reply. Chris, I see enough of those in Congress. <laughs> uh, I don't get it. I can't wait until Fox News publishes AOC buys chair. Why does she hate trees? That was from Will Finchman. Well, it would have to be a fossil fuel-free <laughs> manufactured right. wooden device. Yeah. And it would have to be organic and uh, grass-fed. <laughs> the tree would need to be grass-fed? Yep. We're... we're <laughs> <laughs> okay. Consider who we're talking about. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Non-GMO. <clears throat> so AOC is the darling of the left millennials. Uh, she, her whole persona is on Instagram. If you're on the Instagram, which I am, uh, she's huge. I mean, it's ridiculous what she does. She is constantly doing live stuff. The other day, she said, we're working long hours. And so in our office, me and whoever the staffer was had a push-up competition. And they filmed it and put it out on the interweb. So she's now pushing up this person. Um, AOC is pushing up against this boy. And they're dignity. All, everyone, Always dignity. And all the males and females that work for her are standing around and sitting around her office. And she's laying on the floor creating a spectacle of herself. To her two, three point five million followers, and they don't have an is this, is that Is this the new normal? Yeah, I, I, it's relatable. <laughs> Again, I said AOC this of the week. I said this a few weeks ago when I was here before. I think she has followers for the same reason that people love Trump, or some people love Trump. It's she's she doesn't fit the political norm. Peanut gallery, what is her role? She's the modern version of the Overton window. Break it down. Well, if you went into the store and there was an object that you wanted and you see that it's $49, you say, ask too much. I'm not going to spend that money. <clears throat> so you don't buy it. But what if you could buy it and somebody else laid down that 49 bucks for you? She's the 49 bucks. I've I've wondered why do people allow her to say such stupid things, and I think it's because this whole concept of the Overton window. Um, you say something so outrageous that everybody are sh they're shocked. They yeah. don't take it serious. We don't do that. So okay, we're here. But actually, right here is where we should be. Oh, yeah. Well, we're the, not going to do that. Thesis, so, antithesis, and then the synthesis. Kind of. Hmm. Three-dimensional. So, so thinking. her job is to to, to move. take the narrative so far out that and she's by everyone going going toward that we're still reined in. We're not near as far as she wants us to go, but uh, we did pull closer. She's okay. going to be buried in the dust, and they don't care because she's just a little nitwit. And you know they're not going to they're not going to make somebody like Pelosi or Schumer or. Nadler do some of these. They're not going to take the heat, right? These things. So they they get this 
this young little fresh waif, <laughs> and they get her to say these just. They call dumb. it the Hegelian dialect, is what they call that. Is yeah, you go so far on one end, and yeah. you're pushing everything in a certain direction. So when you move back, the art you don't of the seem deal so is crazy to that too. Yeah, yeah. I want two million dollars, but in in my mind, I really want one point five. Yeah, we're not giving you two million. Well, Calvin and Hobbes does that, where he'll go in. Hey, mom, can I uh, go yeah. and jump off the roof? Can I yes. go and start the cat on fire? Can I have a cookie? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, AOC is work? the. Well, it did for the cartoons. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Well, there was a there was a gal, young gal, and she sent her mom a letter, and she said, "I've just joined a cult, and I've moved in with a a guy." And we're um, we've all got full body tattoos, and I'm pregnant, and I have an STD, and uh, oh by the way, everything I just said is a lie, but I thought I would soften you up and let you know that I'm failing math this semester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could be a whole lot worse. Yeah. Putting it into perspective. Yeah. yeah. But I think the only thing to me that makes sense about why when she says these odd things. And and everyone says, oh, oh, really? Okay. Is because they're trying, they, I don't know who they actually is. The Democratic Socialists. Um, no, nah, the Justice Democrats. <clears throat> but they're trying to push the narrative it's actually, it, so it, it's far. It's a group, specific group. Yeah, it's yeah. hard to move this way, but if you go way over here, you're not going to get it. But you might get what... You couldn't have got if you just said, let's go five feet. Yeah. Well, and if you think that the, the old yeah. school Democrats, the liberals in Congress, they understand the give and take at some level. Mm -hmm. And they, you know, they, they've got the chops to get that idea. And so I can totally see them allowing someone like her to get in and keep talking because the they'll meeting. shut down anyone they don't want to talk. I mean, they know how to do it. Nancy Pelosi can turn anybody off instantly if she wants to. So... I I do agree that they're using it, her to to push. It so makes Pelosi, far, it, Pelosi it, seem like seem, a moderate, seem, right? Well, yeah, she's yeah. centrist, absolutely. Did, yeah. did we did we talk about this the the Diane Feinstein video where oh, the, yeah. the students went into her office and demanded that mm -hmm. she agree to the Green New Deal right. and and what was her response? It's never going to pass, so we have to come up with something right. that works. We have to. So she was trying to explain how politics really work. Eh, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess the idea makes sense. Sure. I think. Um, so does she get reelected? I guess is my thought. Is is she reelectable? And and I think there's enough youth now. May I don't know what her actual district looks like. Depends on ru who runs against her. I just yeah. I just saw a thing that said that her approval rating is going down uh, s significantly, but. They just did a, a survey or whatever, and um, like 56% of people who claim to be Democrats approve of her, which hmm. if I was a Democrat, I'd be weeping right now, but because <clears throat> uh, she's, uh, she's arrogant. Yes, I, I don't much. think I don't think she's stupid so much as she's arrogant, and she doesn't have, uh, for her... Facts are just a means to an end. So if the facts aren't are incorrect, it's irrelevant. It well, is. and she's the one that said that. Well, 
you don't like our deal, the people that are making actually putting out an effort and trying, they're the boss. So suck it up. We're in charge. So if you want don't like it, put out your own plan. Yeah. That's uh, a good attitude to take. Well, they are. They're putting out their own plan. Yeah. But, I mean, her thing was, well, we have the Green New Deal, and it's radical, we know, but we're in charge because no one else has a plan. I don't know. I think the election of 2020 is going to be very interesting. The candidates that are running, I don't think, I don't, I, it's hard for me to believe that somebody's going to beat Trump at this point. Yeah, I, I agree. It's, I don't it's know hard. if the country is quite ready to make that hey, shift. Hey, Beto just jumped in the race. I did see that, yeah. He kind of shot himself in the foot as soon as he jumped in the race, but by saying he's a capitalist, um, well, that and the fact that he kind of almost po- he he made a joke about the fact that his wife has raised his kids, and then I, I thought it was kind of funny. He just you know he made the joke. He said something like you know my wife has raised the raised our family and kids, and and yeah, I I helped a little bit, and he was really making kind of a, a just a joke on the fact that he wasn't around you know his he was propping his wife up for taking care of and everything. they were saying oh the woman yes sits at home and take- you're facilitating the sexist misogyny yes the misogyny you're facilitating being a misogynist pig and that you you know that you're the reason why women are looked at down looked down upon is because of comments like what you so then he had to backtrack real quick but i don't know i thought you know what i thought i thought was kind of funny bernie sanders does his he <laughs> he bashes his head open on his shower door and then he goes and does that health conference and uh, <laughs> i'm with, not too old i tell I know, you i know but uh <laughs> i don't know did you catch that he he makes this comment now. He's now he's actually being touted openly, as you know, by everybody as a socialist. Um, it's not just kind of like a dirty word. It's it's like acceptable now. Um, but what I thought was funny is he said he warned, quote unquote, air quotes, warned insurance companies oh, yeah. that whether you like it or not, we're gonna go towards Medicare for all. Medicare for all. And uh, and then did, did you hear the countries that he 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 quoted Denmark? Scandinavia and Germany and France? Well, let's take a look at those. Let's start with Germany. That's the most obvious. So Germany is not Medicare for all. Germany is um, you if you work if you work eight percent of it's kind of it's almost like our Social Security. Eight percent of your paycheck goes into a pool, and your employer pays eight percent, and that goes into a pool. But then there's a whole ton of stuff that doesn't get paid for, so you have to have private insurance on, on top, top of, that. of that. But if you don't work, you're not covered. So Germany doesn't count. And then if you take a look at the Scandinavian countries, let you know, just take a look at Sweden. They've got a what sixty-two percent tax rate right now. And then if you look at Norway. They've got like a forty percent tax rate, but Norway's uh, their insurance or their government-run insurance. There's a bunch of stuff that doesn't get covered that you have to pay for yourself. Like, so your visit would get covered, but if there were supplies used during your visit, you have to pay for the supplies, but the visit gets covered. It's like the he picked like the dumbest choices to, that he could have used. Yeah. Well, and Denmark, they they say Denmark's a socialist country, and 
few years ago, the uh, prime minister of Denmark said, no, we're not socialists. And he was saying we're capitalists. Um, so, I, again, it's one of those things where facts don't matter. It's this, this fantasy world. And Jordan Peterson makes the case, too, that uh, when you have uh, these socialists or communists, every example is one of failure, but then they still support it. And it is as if they are saying, um, well, if I mm. was in charge, then it would be good. It would, it be, would be different. different. It would be different. Yeah, the arrogance that the, the that, arrogance. Right. And he he points out that how uh, reprehensible that attitude is and how uh, naive, how ignorant it is. Um, <clears throat> uh, and it is. But people are willfully ignorant so many times. I mean, and I was thinking about this the other day. Um, I think, no, no. But you tell me, does this hurt? Um, people would much rather have security than freedom. Correct. I agree. Yeah. So... We are in an aberration right now in America, mm -hmm. but I don't think freedom um, I from think, things is a selling point for most people. I think people would rather have security than freedom until you take their freedom away long enough. Well, how much freedom? Yeah. So, yeah. like, you know, you go to China, and they have uh, their... Well, they're free, right? They're creating this new policy of social... You get social points if you do certain things mm -hmm. right. Um, <clears throat> if you're nice on the train. Yeah, you get additional yeah. social points. Um, and if you don't have enough points, then you can't travel, you can't fly, you can't do it. I mean, f for the person who toes the line and doesn't have any standards other than, you know, or... Their their values haven't been um, violated by the government. I would imagine they think that they have plenty of freedom to do whatever they want. You know. So, Peanut Gallery, do you think that AOC is a temporary until when? Until a certain point? Is she temporary? When does her usefulness go away? Well, I think it goes away when she gets naturally covered. You know, you can only be stupid in public for so long, and then the people will um, will disown you. So you think she's a one and done? <clears throat> yeah. Now, specifically one term in office, I don't really know, but I think she's she's there to push an envelope farther than you conventionally could push it. Do you think if a Democrat's elected in 2020, her term would be shortened because her usefulness goes away? Or yeah, I think if she yeah, was butt so. ugly, <clears throat> well, they, they wouldn't have picked her. They wouldn't yeah. have picked her. Yeah, if she was, she if she was 300 pounds, yeah, they wouldn't have. there was like 10,000 people that that they yeah. auditioned for this job of running, beating yeah. Crowley because mm -hmm. he was an old dinosaur. We could beat him. And I think it was her brother that that put her in the pot. So oh, I think she'd be good at that because she was, well, she, I've seen pictures of her where she 10, looked 10,000. I didn't realize it was that high. Yeah. 
So is there's going to be a new documentary now? Do you remember the remember the documentary years ago? It was called like Making the Band or something, and it was it was oh, like a about TV, boy band <laughs> about boy bands being yeah. made. Is this going to be the Making yeah. the Politician documentary? Yeah. You know they're filming it. Yeah, yeah. Well, they don't have to film it. It's all over Instagram. That's true. Yeah. They're keeping track. Yeah. So being the government IT guy that I am, you know what I think about when you when she's doing all of this stuff on social media? Mm-hmm. That's all government data now. Who's storing that? That's a great question. Yes. Because is her inter- is her Instagram account archived properly? It, well, legally, it's it's, supposed it to is be, supposed right? to be. Or, or can she have a personal one? Because if she's at home cooking to her phone, if she fields questions officially, if, th- does that count? How does that work? Uh, if it is used for... It's kind of like a pastor. A pastor can have sermons that have zero political input at all, but the moment the pastor puts any political influence in the sermon, he's done. It's the same thing with her account. If she has a personal Instagram that she communicates with her family and there is no political business content, it's personal. Is this federal? Doesn't matter. No, no, no. I mean, is this a federal law or is this a state law that requires? Uh, it's, it's federal, and then there's some then state supplement. Okay. So if she has a personal account, but it doesn't. It really doesn't matter though, because. Um, but she's uh, mi- look, she's in her. Look at Hillary. Look at Hillary and that whole snafu with her server and her. Right. Pl- so it, it's. But that was different. She was using. She was using a personal server for business for for government use. Yeah. So, but what I'm saying is, if if to answer Alan's question, if a politician has a personal Facebook account and it is not used for any political business at all, that's personal. It doesn't need to be archived. I see. But the minute the minute that person starts using it for anything, but what do you mean archived? Does does it have to be archived, you know, uh, in a secure location run by the government or or as long as it's archived by Instagram or no, whatever? No, no, no. It, no, it goes to the Department of, like in Minnesota, um, elected officials, we're required annually to actually submit elected official emails to the Minnesota Department of the Historic Society for archive. So if she goes on... Twitter, put something stupid out there and then deletes it right away. It, it, it's, it's supposed to be archived because so this legally, came up with Trump. So then she yeah. can't, can't even delete it. Right. So legally what's supposed to happen is there are tools that basically act in between her typing something to Twitter. It goes to Twitter. There's there's actually a tool that'll scrape all of that data. As soon as it's there. As soon as, as, soon as she posts it, it monitors the account. It scrapes the data. <laughs> And it and it's supposed to get archived. Supposed to. I don't know if they've done that for her yet, but it is supposed to. All right. I, I just found a story on Medium that was posted December 21 last year. It says the government has an Instagram problem. There have always been stories left untold in Washington, but the ubiquity of social media is creating a new void in our collective memories. The digital records created by today's politicians may go missing unless our institutions undergo a major update. Yeah. Here's one example. Younger politicians like Congress members elect Elon Omar and AOC often connect with their constituents through Instagram stories. But the updates they share become inaccessible to the public after 24 hours, unless a highlights feature to save them is toggled on. 
as new members of Congress come to the Capitol, the ways they will they tell their own stories using the platforms of the present is creating newfound urgency around the archiving around archiving the historical record for the future. I'm not a neutral party in this debate. As the deputy director of the Sunlight Foundation, I called for technology companies to create and publish political advertising files online and worked with congressional legislators to draft the Honest Ads Act. This is Alex Howard. Over the past year, I've continued to watchdog the technology industry's opaque self-regulatory efforts, calling attention to the void of advertising transparency at Amazon, Microsoft, Snapchat, and Oath. How politicians and governments use social media matters. We should expect them to do it better with an eye towards civic engagement, transparency, accountability, and accessibility. And we should look at 21st century solutions to close the gap until official reforms are in place. Until Congress, parliaments, and legislatures step up, technology companies that operate the public squares of our times should build and maintain a public interest file of the updates from politicians and governments on their services. I don't agree with that. I don't think it's the private company's job to develop an archive system for the the government agency that uses it. But so then, until there is something in place, should these Congress people be banned from using these social medias, these platforms to get out there? Because if that's the case, people like AOC and that the younger generation they are going to just lose connection well, to their people. Well, I have I have a I'm still. I have a question about the social media stuff. So Snapchat, it <laughs> after a certain amount of time, it deletes it, right? It's supposed to, yes. It's supposed to delete it. It makes it non-visible. doesn't delete it. So the other person can access it again? No, it makes it non-visible. So it, it, you it's just can't see it. Suppose they say it's deleted, but, but it never not, it does. It's, it's not, not deleted. Well, it's still yes. on a server. Yes, yes. Um, but can either party access it no so then effectively it's effectively gone it's deleted mm-hmm. until somebody hacks it and, but yeah but effectively the on a server okay but and i understand being an it guy <laughs> right but to but, but to, to the, the average, average person joe. joe who uses it, it's this, deleted this goes back to the conversation of privacy that we had an hour ago anyways anyways, <laughs> anyways i've so, been dismissed so if aoc sends a Snapchat to somebody else and it has a political message to it, Mm -hmm. can anybody access that? Freedom of Information Act. Oh, you you mean after the 24 hours or whatever it is that it's there? Well, if they were using technology that captured that Snapchat conversation, then yes, it could be Freedom of Information, absolutely. Now, I I guess my my wonder is, should it be freedom of information accessible. Yes. Like like her Instagram story be? where she cooks and talks about what she's doing in Congress. What so, what about everything? That- so everything every piece of data that comes out of that would be considered a government piece of data. So let we'll use Instagram as an example. Why isn't her talking to somebody considered uh, if it's recorded it is. But why isn't it required to be co- recorded if she's talking to somebody? about uh, political, something political. I don't know why it isn't required to be recorded, but very few conversations aren't recorded in some way now. I mean, this but, one's being recorded, just but so you're let's, aware. Let's go to the- What? In case you didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to the Instagram case, yeah. okay? Should, so 
every piece of government data has a retention schedule based off of the content of the data. So as an example, a budget item would need to be saved for seven years. A now, now, is this just a finalized or is this the negotiation for a budget? Like all that communication? Yeah, all that, all of that communication. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Budget, budgetary items that would directly affect or be involved in the budget. So, but that would also mean if there was conversation on how you negotiated that budget, that mm -hmm. also should okay. be stored. Okay. But there's, but, but let's pare it all the way down to the simplest mm. correspondence. Non-official correspondence is just a, it's a super easy one to take a look at. The minimum retention schedule on general unofficial correspondence is 90 days. So, so, so an email saying, hey, can you meet me, uh, can we meet go to at lunch. noon tomorrow? That's supposed to be 90 days. Okay. But there's some discretion depending on your agency. That's mm. what it is. That's what it is. In Minnesota, it's 90 days. I don't know what general unofficial correspondence is in at the Fed level. Hmm. But every piece of data has a retention schedule. There's some things that are required to be kept forever, and there's other pieces that you can let go of after 30 days. Okay, in your specific capacity, do you guys have a policy for social medias? No, because we have, well, we have a policy that we do not use social media in an official capacity. Like, and, but, but if someone uses their personal and they happen to do something official, Well, the sheriff's there? office doesn't have a Facebook account? They don't use it for official content, as so far as I'm aware. So emergency management? They do. Is so, that, is that scrubbed? Do. I mean, it, or is no, that... it's not scrubbed. Should it be? Yep, should mm -hmm. be. Okay. We have a policy in the county that we don't use social media for official business. And is that policy so, they're so violating you don't have to have a system to keep records? Okay. <laughs> Knowingly. Mm. All right. So, I mean, the reason, the re and I'm the one that wrote the policy. We'll just say this. I wrote the policy. So nobody cares what you think. Right. I wrote the policy, and it was adopted by the, the board. Because they didn't read it. Or didn't understand it. Yeah. But we know that there are some violations to that policy and it's not going to take long for somebody i mean eventually in my opinion somebody will do a data request and we won't be able to fulfill it there. and then there'll be trouble so you're saying i can make some money <laughs> <laughs> hey you coming in on on this with me all right, from the American <laughs> Mirror to get to some real news here. Do you remember Malik Obama? Yeah. The yeah. Prez's brother? Oh, I thought that was the daughter. Not Malia. No, that's Malia. Malik oh. Obama. Okay, which one? The real brother or the this one is he the says one from he... Africa? The one the one that questions Barry's claims to being American. Huh. Um Does he remember him March as a brother? 14, 2019. That was 2 days ago. Uh-oh. He sent out a tweet, and it's three words. <laughs> Is Michelle Michael? Question mark. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Barack Obama's half-brother Malik took to Twitter on Thursday to ask if Michelle is actually Michael. That's what Joan Rivers said. I know, and then she died. <laughs> hmm. Referring to a conspiracy theory that the former first lady is actually a man. Oh, jeez. I, I think I would... I would believe Joan Rivers over Malik Obama. <laughs> no, no, 
No, I I would be I would be more likely to believe that that um we never went to the moon or not or quite the earth is flat. or the earth is flat <laughs> than to <laughs> assume that she's a dude. Um I mean, I would dude think Dude looks like a lady. Yeah, oh, exactly. Bam. Should have um, had that one queued up. Yeah, you should have. <laughs> I don't think that one. Yeah, I'm not. It's, I'm it's not just, chasing that rabbit. It's humorous though. I think so. Uh, do, do you guys follow basketball? Uh, we're we're rapping, so I'm throwing do something I to the like wall here. I follow basketball. All right. So the Jazz, the Utah Jazz, because um, John Stockton no, and Carl Malone, Russell Westbrook. <laughs> does he play for the OKC? Used to. I believe. Does he play for the Jazz now? I don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, the Utah Jazz have permanently banned I'm not another baseball. another fan oh. from their arena for an offensive and inappropriate interaction with Oklahoma City Thunder star Russell Westbrook. I could have read too. Was that was that the same guy as where he said he was going? The the player said he was going to kill him and his wife or mess up his. Mm, I don't know. Oh, that was a. The person requested anonymity because they were not authorized to speak publicly until the ban was officially announced. During the incident, which happened during last last year's first round playoff series between the Jazz and the Thunder, a fan in the stands could be heard calling Westbrook, quote, boy. The fan says, Can't quote, here we go, boy, to which Westbrook <laughs> responds, don't call me boy. The fan says it again, and Westbrook calls for security to intervene. Huh. You heard what Dennis on, Rodman said, didn't you? <laughs> carry on. He said uh, uh, the modern-day basketball players need to stop wearing tampons. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Pull out the tampon. He wasn't talking about the WNBA. On Tuesday, the Jazz permanently banned a fan over, a, quote, excessive and derogatory verbal abuse toward Westbrook during Monday's game at the Viv- Vivint Smart Home Arena. My goodness. We need to work on these arena naming jobs. Vivid. I wonder how much smart they bribe home. somebody to get their. Well, I bet that costs a lot of money. Yeah. <clears throat> Westbrook. Wonder why they're not up on charges. He was uh, Westbrook was captured on video delivering a profane tirade at the fan. That's the one that I'm talking about. Uh, later identified as Shane Kiesel and his wife, and afterward told reporters that Kiesel had said, "Get down on your knees like you used to." I'm not sure what that means. Is it reference to monkeys? I don't know. They're claiming it's it's uh, racist. The Jazz, their fan base, Does that sound and racist? the community that sound racist. That sounds something. Else. Something else. Yeah, are trying to heal. Before Thursday's game against Minnesota, team owner Gail Miller addressed fans, saying she was extremely disappointed that one of our quote fans conducted himself in such a way as to offend not only a guest in our arena but also me personally, my family, our organization. Are you the kidding me? Our players and you and the best fans in the NBA. This should never happen. We are not a racist community. We believe in treating people with courtesy and respect as human beings. From time to time, individual fans exhibit poor behavior and forget their manners. Some disrespect players on other teams. When that happens, I want you to jump up and shout, Stop! We have a code of conduct in this arena. It will be strictly enforced. Boy, she told them. Wow. (laughs) Also on Thursday, Jazz General Manager Dennis Lindsay, so upset by the actions of certain fans, shared a personal and profound story with the USA Today about the inter- 
intersection of his life and Monday's incident. What in the world have we gotten to where a basketball player cannot just ignore the crowd? Wow. Ban him. Permanently banned for life. Well, haven't they seen the soccer thugs over in Scotland and in Russia? Or rugby. Yeah, rugby. I mean, come on. Bunch up. Okay. Stop. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) What's new, pussycat? (laughs) WhatsApp co-founder Brian Acton advised an undergraduate class at his alma mater, Stanford, on Wednesday to delete Facebook Oct- uh, Acton. Now, this is the person who sold his company to Facebook for $19 billion, criticized Mark Zuckerberg of abusing users' privacy by allowing ads on Facebook. Oh, this isn't the first time Acton has called on people to disengage from Facebook. Last year, he showed support on Twitter for a hashtag delete Facebook social media campaign triggered by the data privacy scandal started when news broke Cambridge Analytica, the political marketing firm linked to the Trump campaign and had inappropriately obtained the private information of 87 million Facebook users. Quote, it is time, hashtag delete Facebook. I think that would be funny if he went on Facebook and then uh, tried to get a delete Twitter. But, uh, okay, this guy made a lot of money selling to Facebook. Yeah. Is it just sour, sour grapes? Ow, but delete them, they're mean. Yep. He's rolling. I have no clue what kind of money he made off that deal. Yep. But Enough. billions. I know. I don't know. You know. Uh-oh. It it all comes down to, which is not bad, Um, trying to put yourself in somebody else's shoes. But then if you build your policy on how somebody else thinks, you get tyranny and you also get the absolute destruction of any um, viable social mores. I mean, (laughs) because you can always find a a situation Mm -hmm. where somebody will feel bad because somebody said something. Wouldn't matter if they were right. So if you're 600 pounds and somebody says, man, you are huge, you need to lose weight or you're going to die, How? then you put yourself in that person's shoes and if I couldn't stop eating and I was right, 600 pounds right. and somebody said that to me, I would feel horrible. So, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I think they're right. Just, you know, put down the tampon and... The top of Drudge right now. Uh oh. TMZ article. Paris oh. Jackson released <laughs> from hospital after attempted suicide. That's sad. Why would that be at, on the top of Drudge? Because top of HBO just released and showed, aired the documentary exposing Michael Jackson again as a pedophile. Oh, my goodness. And so now Paris Jackson was hospitalized Saturday after she attempted suicide. The next thing they're going to say is that O.J. Simpson is a murderer. This is outrageous. Family sources tell us it's due in large to the fallout from, quote, leaving Neverland. Law enforcement enforcement sources told us police and EMS responded to Paris' L.A. home at 7.30 a.m. We're told Michael Jackson's only daughter slit her wrists 
Our sources say she was transported to a hospital and placed on 5150 hold. Come on, what's this? I don't know. I don't know that one. Okay. She's currently in stable condition. That's probably in on the, New York City. Yeah, New say, York it thing. depends on the state. Minnesota has a 72-hour. Yeah. The fallout from leaving Neverland has been severe. Michael's music and TV appearances have been getting muted since HBO aired the project. Paris has had a hard time since her dad's death in 09. She attempted suicide back in 2013 as well and has been open about her struggles with depression in the past. Our sources say Paris is currently being closely monitored by a team of doctors. I hope it's not the same doctors that monitor her dad. Huh. Doctor. That He's was... in jail. I, I wonder how many people in that hospital are going to get fired for looking at her medical records. Oh, jeez. Oh. HIPAA violations. Yeah, because that, that one guy who said that he got beat up um, in Chicago, the... Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, Tim like Jesse Smollett. Yeah, like fifty people at that hospital got fired. Because really, they were looking at his record. Ooh. So I wonder how many. I bet the IT guy is sitting there just watching all the records. Well, to make sure nobody's. Yeah, HIPAA compliant software now, kind of like criminal justice compliant software. It actually logs who looks at every record and what they do to it. How hard is it to avoid that? You can't. How hard is it to avoid that? No, you can't. How hard is it to avoid that? No, I'm telling you, you can't. The way the software is set up, you unless you take somebody else's password and log in as them, that's the that's only way. That's how you do so, it. Okay. That's how you avoid so, it. But there's no way to bypass that level. You just have to put in a reason while you're in there. But then wouldn't they potentially audit your reason why you're in there? So. You don't even put the reason why you're in there. It just logs what you did. Okay. So the example would be, you know, J looked at this record printed it could show that i looked at the record and it would it would show that i was on that particular record for 15 minutes so yeah but then it comes down to so what probably happened my guess would be is people not connected to the care of that person or somebody at. came back mm-hmm. and wanted to know all right we had a famous person let's do it let's do a privacy com- uh, compliant Maybe one of his lawyers. Mm-hmm. Let's do a privacy compliant audit check, and we want to know who looked at his records, and we're going to sue the hospital for violating HIPAA. That's probably what happened. Mm. Well, it happened. I mean, there was a big thing in Minnesota where there was a particular person that started doing a data request for m- most of the counties in Minnesota saying, I want to know who looked at my driver's license record. Yeah. And there were lawsuits. I remember that. Yeah. There were lawsuits. There was a because you can't look at a driver's license record unless you have official reason to do so. Before that, really? Before that, yeah, th- that wasn't the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was. It, there's law now that you can't. You can't just randomly look up a driver's license. But you could. So what was that case? What was that person trying to point out that this needed to have changed? There should be a law. Yeah. Oh, some some. Uh, Wait, be- was it be- you? No, it was a. It was a pretty um, newscaster. Who um, some couldn't drive? Well, somebody <laughs> kept on like it was a trooper or somebody just kept on um, looking, bringing up her information, and then she uh, found out about it. I don't know how she found out about it, but then then that started down a, a happy trail. So it was trail. almost a stalker. Yeah, and then it was because <clears throat> I was dispatching at that time. <laughs> I was going to say, I knew you would know about this. <laughs> because, and it was a really handy database because you could, you, the, um, <clears throat> they had the other kind that the interface was, it was cumbersome. 
it wasn't like interactive. It, you couldn't, you know, it didn't have, um, you know, um, uh, internet browser okay. kind of. Um, and so trying to get something, you had to remember a certain code and you had to format everything. Whereas this way you could look up, you could look up uh, the, the driver's license. It was so much easier. But if you knew somebody's name and you went to school with them or whatever, you could hey, look up I everything. I wonder what Joey's yeah. up to nowadays. Yeah. I wonder what Sarah looks like. Yeah. I wonder if she gained 300 pounds, you know, and then yeah. you could go and wow. look up. Yeah. I mean, you could do that. And, um, uh, <laughs> you can't do that anymore. You can't do that anymore. Yeah, it's it's and yeah. it was, there was a lot of people that were like, oh, uh, and they came out and they said uh, basically a, uh, before a certain time we're not worrying about it. Yeah. yeah, but there were a lot of lawsuits and there were a lot of counties. I don't know about a lot, but there were some counties that paid out a lot of money to, to make to, it go away. To like, we are sorry. Wow, <laughs> there were people looking at your records that didn't need to. Yeah, so it it was basically HIPAA violation, right? Yeah, is, yeah. What, is what so HIPAA is health health mm-hmm. records, and that's probably what happened. Would be my guess. Probably a lawyer on his team said, "Okay, hey, we you guys know he was in the hospital, so we want to know who looked at his records," and they they probably threatened to sue the hospital, and the hospital said they're fired, yeah. they're gone. Yeah. Paris Jackson calls out TMZ today, moments after the website reported that she had been hospitalized in an apparent suicide attempt. F you, you effing liars, she said in a tweet. So apparently she's claiming she did not attempt to cut her wrists. But, I mean, so I'm I'm not a huge fan of celebrities and Any whatnot. reports of a 5150 hold slash suicide attempt are simply untrue. But can you imagine? I mean, she didn't choose to have him as a dad growing up with the madness and then you do anything and they and somebody starts rumors upon rumors and your friends hear it and they or other people hear it and they start asking you about yeah. it it has got oh, to are be you dead? horrible it's got to be terrible yeah yeah uh on that that studio 54 documentary yeah. there was a uh, some old footage of one of the owners and he was being interviewed by some talking head in new york and he's there and he's like, hey michael come in here and so Jackson sits down with him. He's all black at the time, big hair, and talking about how much he loved being there. It was just such a great place. And so he was a big part of that. I don't know if he was well. old enough. It didn't matter. He's, he's a celebrity. Yeah. Uh, I just see here, I just see uh, Milo Yiannopoulos. Remember Uh-oh. him? Yeah. Milo, right wing provocateur, has been banned from entering Australia. <laughs> After saying Friday that the attacks, like the recent massacre in New Zealand, happened because the establishment mollycoddles extremist leftism and barbaric alien religious culture. Nice. And they banned him. They're going to ban him. He's banned. I want to ask a question. So, um... We didn't even talk about that shooting. I know. We didn't even talk about that shooting, but I do have a question. So, um... I'm drawing a blank on her name. Our representative, um, Klobuchar. No, 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 no. Elon. Um, oh, Elon Omar. Omar, thank you. Okay, so she kind of gets lambasted because she makes a few anti-Semitic comments, if you can call them that. But go ahead. Okay, that's where I was going to go with this. <laughs> I'm curious what your your guys' thoughts are on the whole anti-Semitic comments versus is she right? 
by being a U.S. politician, does is she does she hold some level of responsibility, or any U.S. politician hold a level of responsibility to be respectful of our ally? But but is it disrespectful of them that, to I'm maybe the call question. into question? anything they do i'm asking i agree I, I, i'm asking I, the I question talked with the peanut gallery earlier today about that specific thing okay what it's is like, the peanut gallery why, thing why can't we question israel period ever as a government now i i'm not gonna say i that- would say for the same reason that you can't question anything that um caitlin jenner does quote unquote or oh okay you know Israel's transgender no Jeez. no <laughs> they're a protected class yeah they're a protected ah. class yeah okay and but I would I would say that out of classes out of all the classes they've they've been the ones that have at least in the last hundred years they've now, gotten it bad I, but does I that exempt support, them from any kind of scrutiny? No. I fully support our alliance with Israel. Mm-hmm. I'll put that right on the table as full disclosure. I absolutely support it. I don't always there it ag- is. I don't always agree. Shut him down. Shut yeah. him down. <laughs> I don't always agree. Just like I, I don't always agree with every policy or every statement that President Trump makes, but I still support and I didn't with President Obama, but I supported the office of the presidency. I support the concept of the alliance. But is she wrong? Was she really in the wrong? Does she need to pledge allegiance to that entity? What? Well, okay, she is a Somali citizen, or was, correct? Because she, she was a refugee. Was. Now, is yeah. she an American citizen currently? Currently. Does she have to be? Well, I mean... Is she dual? Like, being refugee, do you get kind of a dual citizenship system? Uh, well, only some countries allow you to keep a dual, like Israel allows you mm-hmm. to be a dual citizen. But there Canada are, does. Canada yeah. does. There are some that allow you to be dual. You know, I mean, whatever the other country, like, um, I mean, if you're a United States citizen, you're a United. They don't care about the other ones. No, yeah. So the United States doesn't say you can't be a citizen of another country. It's the other country. That says if you become a citizen of the United States, you are rescinding yeah, your basically. That's how it works. Right. But um the the only the only caveat about Israel that I think is different than most other countries, not that you can't criticize them, but they're surrounded by people who yes. want to destroy them from the face of the earth. They're the only democracy, they're their only place where there's like a million and a half Muslims that live there with them. They have Muslims that are elected. So it's the only democracy in that whole area. So, you know, and I mean, if you're going to be a person who's going to put yourself in other people's shoes, can you imagine living in Israel and you're always under the threat of uh, of extinction? You're going to be doing things that aren't polite and right. U.S. law does not mention dual nationality or require a person to choose one nationality or another. A U.S. citizen may naturalize in a foreign state without any risk to his or her U.S. citizenship. 
However, persons who acquire a foreign nationality after age 18 by applying for it may relinquish their U.S. nationality if they wish to do so. In order to relinquish U.S. nationality by virtue of naturalization as a citizen of a foreign state, the law requires that the person must apply for the foreign nationality voluntarily and with the intention to relinquish U.S. nationality. Intent may be shown by the person's statements and conduct. This from travel.state.gov. A post about dual nationality. Section 101A22 of the Immigration and Nationality Act. So anyways, about Israel, Sorry. about Omar. I I mean, I think, yeah, you should be able to question. Well, I, I listened to most of what she had to say, and it was difficult. And actually, on No Agenda, they talked about that on the podcast. They said, what did she say specifically that was anti-Semitic? And there just wasn't much I, that I could find that was, holy cow, how dare you say that? I would not. I would not have classified her comments. Mm -mm. It had her. Let, let me let's rephrase it this way, and this is where it's hard because I'm coming to her defense. But I have to play both sides of this fairly. <laughs> you do well because I, I <laughs> if think you want integrity. I think I think from an yes, I think from an integral point, if okay. she was white and would have made the same comment, I don't think they would have been classified as anti-Semitic. No, I agree. Well, so, she wouldn't have been allowed to make the comment because she questioned APAC. Yeah, I, I, th I still think that because that's the issue. She's claiming, she's pointing out that APAC gives out, a lot of money. Just, just like that, that uh, volunteer mayor who <laughs> saw uh, we're back around. Good work. <laughs> who saw racism in Poland? Yeah. Um, I, th I think you would, you could probably find Jews that would f find anti-semitic but i think to your point is because she's somali and saying it it seems louder it seems it seems worse than if it was i don't know uh somebody else who was probably more conservative not so the, far. But the I circumstance my, around her and yeah. who she is and what she's saying does but, kind yeah, of lend but, itself but i guess my point is i know what you're I, she's not it, you wouldn't come across if somebody else said that that, that she's a raging anti-Semite, but if she's Somalian and a Muslim, you might come to that conclusion. I think, well, yeah, it, the bigger point that I would, I think I align myself with the the argument that as a U.S. politician, she should respect the position of the United States as an ally with other countries, regardless of whether it's Israel or England or France, and you respect that position whether you agree with it or not. Similarly, as, as a U.S. citizen, I respect the office of the presidency whether I agree with the person that is there or not. Oh, I have, I have a question here. What I, what I see happening in politics and everything Everything is all or nothing. You're either yeah. totally for me or you're the enemy who should be destroyed. Yeah, there is no there's no critical thinking on individual Yeah, pieces. there's no nuance at yeah. all. And so um I mean, it's bleeding over to everything. So so at at a certain point the way that these people talk, you should align with us 100% or you're the enemy 
and we have to get somebody else in charge. Well, or, and I think Crowder <laughs> talked about that when he was taught. When I think you sent me that soundbite where he said, uh, "You can have." Two opposing parties that both have a joint goal to make the family in America better, but you you aim towards that goal from a different perspective. But when your goal is completely different, a socialist goal is not the same goal as a Democrat or Republican. Is that what you mean? Well, um, you can have a conversation about how to get there and disagree on how to get there, but you both you you should you should be able to. But I I find it I f- I find it humorous because. Because the progressive leftists are eating their own, and it, it's like in the uh, in the French Revolution, Robespierre isn't he the one that started it? He got his head cut off at the end, um, or sometime somewhere in the middle, because he deviated from whatever the revolution was doing at that point. There was a um, Liam Neeson said something about how he kill a black guy or something i i don't know it happened like two Didn't or he three say he had a special set of skills <laughs> yeah. no, no di- different that make me a nightmare for but um anyway so he said something and then it was like worst person in the world everything that he's done is horrible um <clears throat> michael jackson um okay he was a pedophile he was messed up now we should forever never listen to his music. Oh, yeah, never, yeah, yeah. yeah, ban him, yeah. ban him. Bill well, Cosby, Bill Cosby, right? He, uh, everything that he's ever done should be destroyed, should be wiped away. Aunt Becky, yeah, Aunt Becky, um, <laughs> well, Kevin Spacey, Kevin yeah. Spacey. I mean, oh, yeah, all of yeah, it. Yeah. And, um, and it's this, it's this total black and white where there is no, there is no in between. There is no. Let's agree to disagree. Well, but it's There's... black and white on a moving scale, though. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and it's it's subjective. It's not even objective. So one day you could be fully aligned, and the next day you're headed to the mm-hmm. guillotine. Yeah, it and depen- you don't know yeah. where mm-hmm. the line is. Yeah, because the thermostat changes. Yeah, always. It's continually changing. I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine being, you know, a, a marble on a chair? on uh, a cruise ship in a storm. I mean, it's just going back and forth. So I, I don't know where that, at a certain point, this is going to lead to unintended consequences that are going to be catastrophic in some way or another. But it th- isn't this why we have partisan votes all the time, though? But it's never no. been this The reason bad. we have partisan votes is because government is too big and in too many things. I, I, I'm convinced of that. Because if govern if federal government wasn't in so much stuff, if they didn't have their fingers and control over so many things, you wouldn't have people caring federal about politicians campaigning on I'm going to get this bridge built or I'm going to get yeah, healthcare yeah, yeah. for all or I'm going to get the education system right yeah. or I'm going to get your abortion paid for or I'm going to get this I'm going to get that. You wouldn't be able to to campaign nationally to build a bridge. Yeah. Okay. But but it's but it's crazy now. You you won't get elected if you come up and say, you know what, the truth is I'm not gonna yeah. change anything. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna do the best I can to did you pay did, I'm I'm doing this because I heard they pay hundred and seventy five <laughs> grand. Yeah. And, and I've got how many million dollars of budget to pay my staff with? Yeah. Yeah. Holy cow. Did you hear Bernie Sanders has unionized his campaign staff? I heard staff? that. I saw the headline. What is that? Did he, he u- do it? 
Yeah. And what does that mean? Well, he, he partner him with the Teamsters? No, 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 with the uh health <laughs> with the health and retail service union something like that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Big you know union. that there's a guy named Giuseppe in the back standing <laughs> getting the getting the dues. And yeah. you might want to pay that, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, no, it's not a small union. It's it's like a it's a big union. So yeah, he unionized all of his all of his campaign staff. Wow. And now he's running. He's using that as part of his platform. Mm. Medicare for all. Unionize everybody. Mm. Well, at that point, why don't we make the government be the boss of every business and industry and control everything? Just do that. If he's that, Aren't they good? already. <laughs> well, that's what they want. How many regulations are there to do anything? Well, exactly. Okay, then. But for them to run the show and and actually be the the management, that's what they'd like. Well, then things would run nice and smooth. Of course they would. It'd It'd be be standard everywhere. We could be like Venezuela. Yeah, Yeah. lowest common denominator. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that worked well, didn't it? (laughs) Well, you don't have to work there (laughs) because... There's no money or jobs. Do they or have lights electricity? on yet? I don't Where? know if they Venezuela. do. Venezuela. They haven't had electricity for many days. I don't know what to tell you. Maduro says it's Trump's fault. Of course it is. Is he the official? The official? What? What's the guy that they are trying to correct what they're calling him? The interim president? Guaido. Oh. Guido, what's his uh... Guido? Wrong country. <laughs> Guido is his name. But, but I mean, what the yeah, State Department in the U.S. is saying? Interim you got to call him interim, not the uh, alleged or what's the self-proclaimed. Self-proclaimed. Yeah, I can't do that anymore. He's the interim president. <laughs> Jeez, get it together. This is the David Allen Show. DavidAllenShow.com. Any last thoughts, you guys? This is fun. Um. I mean, I, I gendered you, but that's okay. Well, I have a I have a piece of rice that I didn't get swallowed down Uh-oh. and stuck in my throat. I don't know how long it'll take. Um, this oh, business seven of, minutes. <laughs> this business of uh, would people choose freedom or security? And the consensus is everyone would choose security, but I think that's a false choice. If I said <clears throat> this little half-eaten bought bag of honey roasted nuts, if I said Hey, I'll give you this, or I'll reach in my pocket and give you a million dollars. Which would you choose? That. You're going to say, I'm thinking you're going to say, I'll take the peanuts. And the reason you say that is because I know he doesn't have a million bucks in his pocket. Okay, freedom versus security. What's security? Now, you can define freedom. That's you know, in its base term, it's well in, whatever in you term, want to do. In term of security, doesn't exist. True, but perceived perceived existed. security. Perceived. See, that's a false yeah. choice. Well, perceived freedom is a false choice too. Would you take peanuts over a million bucks? You would obviously take a million bucks. But when I put it to reality, here's peanuts. Here's a hundred bucks in my pocket, or a million bucks. You know, there's peanuts, but there's no million bucks. But I think, and so if I say I'll take the million bucks, you end up with neither. But if somebody gave you the choice of, I will give you a thousand dollars to stay here and rummage through this garbage and and get recycling, 
versus a million dollars if you go um, to this uh, uh, to to go to northern Minnesota, and if you're successful, um, you you could you could get a million dollars. You know, I don't know finding gold or something like that and there's gold up there and you could find it but it'd be a lot of hard work and i don't know exactly where it is one is secure one is freedom because what i'm saying is there really isn't security well because because like well you can look you're thinking and you're speaking in ideology though and i i i'm speaking in reality right but there really isn't freedom either because i have to abide by laws so i'm not free um, have bought into this. I'd rather have freedom, but nobody's ever gotten it. Yeah, but because how true. do you how or, or nobody's ever gotten security? How do you get security? Well, you can't. There's not enough stuff to give everybody security. Yeah, but uh, but to the average person, so it's a false if you, choice. I agree. I understand where he. I understand where you are, but I think I I I've, think understanding where David is is that your average. Your average person that's struggling to get by, security to them is different than security to you. Security to them is just pay for my health care, pay for my pay for my college, I'm secure. That but the reality is anywhere. that that's only uh that only works that never happens if anywhere. you get that's a, if that's you a get, utopia. But that's only it only works if you get elected officials to continue the system that keeps you in your security. So you it's really not secure. Okay. Okay. Because th- there's always that question. Well, I wonder if it's going to get turned over. Before Nazi Germany, before Nazi Germany, during the Depression, the hyperinflation, they gave up their freedom to have somebody that would give them this this feeling of security. It was illusory. They didn't get security. exactly. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that security is absolute. I'm so not how- saying somebody's going to get a million dollars. I'm saying is if they feel that. They um, that their needs are going to be taken care of, if they think. But it never is. Well, but in some sense, it it is. You've it got can to, be. You have to look at the question from the person that's struggling. The person. So that, then it's all relative. It is absolutely. It's completely relative. It's effective to people because they think <clears throat> I can be secure. Because it's an emotional argument mm-hmm. to the person that is struggling every day getting their getting their basic bills paid and all they want is security in their mind security is completely different than what security is to him freedom they don't care they don't care they're going to live in the same place freedom is not whatever what are you going to take away from me and for, and by freedom i don't mean freedom to uh to walk down the street naked to um, go and become a well, doctor. That used to, to be there. A- we lost that freedom when we told the cops we needed help keeping the peace, and well, and they said, okay, in order for that, yes, we'll do that. But you have to give up some freedom for but, that. But when but when you have absolute freedom, then you should be free to starve to death in the streets. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, would people rather have the freedom to starve to death in the streets and no safety net? Who was or it? the or the security that somebody will take care of me and give me food and give me a place to live and I'll have health care and whatnot. Who said? Might have been Ben Franklin. Uh, people who will will give up their their liberty for security will end up with neither. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Did so, ben Franklin well, but they, when he but was they will. It still works. But they will get people something. Got put on the money. People still do that. 
So how do you, I don't know that you can, I think it could be a human condition that I'll take the easy road. I think it's a but, spiritual condition. But there is no, it's utopia. That's what's wrong with left thinking. They have a they have a standard up there that is utopia and it doesn't exist in but the world. The, but they also have this viewpoint that mankind is not depraved and evil, and that mankind is simply a product of their upbringing. Does uh, and if you if you raise somebody the correct way, they will grow up a correct way. They'll grow up without evil and all the rest of it. And if you could do that with enough people, you would arrive to it utopia. I think the... Because they'll say that people are naturally good. Even Jesus said, the poor you'll have with you always. Yep. And so they will never go away. Nope. And if your standard is, well, we can't have a poor person, what ha what they do is you kill all the rich people and then everybody's poor, but they're all the same. They're all equal. I it's think that's a, what they're doing, trying it's to a, do. With... You, you can't get past it because when you have... <clears throat> When you have hungry masses, they want bread. Uh, Venezuela, they're struggling right now. Three, two, one. So, I agree. There is no it's, utopia to no, be achieved no. in this earth. Rationally, you're right. Emotionally, <clears throat> that's where we lose. This is the David Allen Show. That's going to do it for us today. See you later. Hey, bye. Hey, I'm here. Bye. <laughs> what are you supposed to say for crying out loud? Toodles. Hello. Hello. <laughs>